And we are coming down in three, two, one. Sports with Drunk. I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Mark, Gene Marshall. Nope. Not King Souls. And the Red Baron. <laughs> a fiery crash for me. Looks like Dreamheart's not here. The mass is on his way. Rita wasn't given enough time, so I guess it's going to be Riddler Appreciation Day, and I'm just going to try to come up with questions on the fly later. All right. Is that fair? going to be a lot of multi pointers. <laughs> a lot of multi-points. I'm going to need a pen and paper at some point. I'm going to keep well, score myself because I'm going to shave points. Souls is the man of many names. Can he pose as the mass? Oh, speaking of the oh. mass. Oh, my God, Chris. Now you're going to deal with it. Oh, thank you. You better watch your mouth because there's some bacon in there. <laughs> oh, that would be so... Two weeks in <laughs> a row. Ch- is there a chance that any parents are listening yet? That's right. Probably. I don't know. All right. I'm going to refrain my comments then. <laughs> Mass public service announcement: Don't okay. eat pretzels on the air. Okay. It's very loud. <laughs> if you must eat pretzels on the air, yep, like just like if you must eat pretzels on the air, push your mic away from the mouth. <laughs> Mass, it's great to see you. It's good to see you guys too. Also, I'm mad at you. That's fine. Second week in a row, fucking blow up my damn. Now, phone do you call. have do you have mass appreciation questions? Yes. Oh, you do. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we will do mass appreciation day then. All right. I literally just said that we were going to do Riddler appreciation day, but we can do Riddler appreciation. No, no, you told me to have them ready. I didn't know if you remembered. I don't know if you know this, but not like an all-star lineup of people <laughs> right now. All of us. We're, none of us are any good. I had this plan to have Souls be you. It was going to be bad. <laughs> okay. I mean, there are worse things. <laughs> Around the horn? What are you drinking, Souls? Uh, Nat King Souls? Drinking the Trailblazer. Connecticut <laughs> Valley Brewing Company. No, no. You know, the, the Trailblazer, when it was first around, I thought it was pretty good. I haven't had it since... They moved out of Sheban, but Kyle's kind of like the guinea pig. No. Red Baron's had it. Have you had the, the new edition? I think so. Oh. It's had it in a can. It's a group. group. Yeah. Well, the the can looks the same, except before it was, what was it, Pioneer, I think it was? Yeah, he's had it since the CT Valley took over. Oh, all right. Baron? From the Riddler collection. What are you fueling up with? I have, from Victory, Java Cask. I brought this three weeks ago, and it sat in the window here in the studio for... Three weeks. That's going to be warm. No, no, the temperature is fine. Just the light. So, but you know what? I'm just that gross. <laughs> I have from Single Cut Brewing in New York, the Electric Blue IPA. How much did that can cost? I think it was three ninety nine. Wow. That's it? I think. I think that's what it said. There's some, there's some Single Cut cans that go for like Yeah, they, they had some supers. Some, some expensive ones. Mass, are you not enjoying a beverage on the show? Mass is enjoying a beverage. It's just whatever I left in the fridge from last week. I don't remember. So it's probably not there anymore? Blue probably moon? not. Uh, there's, oh, there's, some... a couple, there's a couple cores in there. All right. So from the Rocky Mountain Collection, I took best the... enjoyed with oysters. <laughs> I took the Blue Moons last week. All right. That's fine. <laughs> what, on Tuesday? Yeah. And no, it's not like they were no, any good. No, after the show. Oh, you brought them home? I brought them home. 
drank him in the car ride home into my basement. He stuffed <laughs> him in his pocket. <laughs> you drank him in the basement? <laughs> yeah. I watched an episode of Family Guy. Did you enjoy them? No. I'm going to tell you, I watched a whole new episode season of Archer. Oh, did you? Without uh, Danger uh, Island? Rat. Well, you don't ever hit me up to watch I Archer anymore. I hit you up. To watch Danger Archer? I- Not Archer, no. Danger Island? Also, Big Mouth was very funny. Yeah. I've heard I good things Brooklyn Nine-Nine's good? coming out soon, though. That's going to be... Nine-Nine? Mine and Souls' whole thing. He gets it. He gets it. He gets it. All right. Uh, Tag toast, toast. Oh, yeah. I'm drinking Ford Joke. Uh, 15-year-old Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey from Orphan Barrel Distillery. There will be a bullpen call later. Because... <laughs> Running a little low there. Was thirsty. Somebody. Not me. Oh, it's me. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Somebody appreciates the Toast mask. Excellences. Anybody going to go first? I'll go first, I guess. Go ahead, Paul. Toast uh, of excellence, I guess, just to the Chicago Bears, man. Winning the first division title since the 2010. Listen, I never stopped believing in them. Never stopped. This guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I, if, maybe if you took some of the energy that you had listen, believing in my team, here's you put the thing. it in believing in yours. I did say it early. I did. Yeah, but, okay. There's That's all. I was right. But I'm I'm always on record as a non-excited fan. <laughs> always have been. I don't have the luxury of multiple, multiple years of division winningness since I've been alive. Like two spoiled, rotten bastards you, at the table. You had a Super Bowl while you were alive. You didn't win it, but you went. Thanks, Mass. <laughs> Does anybody else here have that problem? No? No? Okay. No. I got to watch a World Series loss. Well, you, you guys did. saw a Super Bowl loss, too, but... Well, right. But you also saw you also two, one. two wins. Right, so it's kind of like for the course. <laughs> no, that's on. not par for the course. <laughs> Winning two Super Bowls and then losing the one to the, my most hated team, the one time I needed to be a Steelers fan. You make it seem like that I'm not mad about it. You weren't I mad about furious. it. No, the, I'm furious. No, I'm furious. The World Series loss was probably one of the funnier days, though. Kendall that was such a horrible day. That night. <laughs> I don't even smoke. Kendall smoked a whole pack of cigarettes that night. He doesn't smoke. <laughs> World Series loss, fantasy football loss, Steelers loss. Steelers loss, yep. Yeah. It was more the Le'Veon Bell loss. It was all encompassing. It was dignity loss. Because that was that the yeah. Bengals game where yeah, they got walked Bengals off? Game. Yeah, the AJ Green touchdown. Was it a walk off? Yeah, yeah. At the end. I mean, the Steelers, I, mean, I think, the got another had like chance. But 30 seconds to yeah. drive, but it didn't score. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> Awful day. Anyway. Anybody else? My uh, oh. my toast, which it, it's going to hurt, but again, guy is good. Derrick Henry, another dominant game, I mean, against the Giants, but he's good back. He needs the work. Hopefully, they start giving it to him. <clears throat> Mine is to Kevin Walker. He played this weekend. That's it. <laughs> 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 All right. I don't normally do this, but to the Pittsburgh Steelers. <clears throat> For finally beating the Patriots. Only 3-11 and 11 against Tom Brady now. Whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they needed this one more than any other one. Except for the AFC Championship game. This is different, Mass. They're already in the playoffs. Sure, if you guys lost this game, you'd be wild card. No, we'd be, we wouldn't be in the wild card right now. We'd be behind the wild card game. So who, would, who would have beaten you out? The Ravens would have had the division. Wow. And the Colts and the Titans have a better record if they lost. Oh my God, the Browns are, are right on the heels. You're doing worse than the Titans this year? No, we just have a tie. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> but, no, because we have less losses. Speaking of teams doing worse. Yeah. Yeah. Come at me, bro. 
My toast of excellence this week is to uh, Big Dick Nick, who is going to be a repeat Super Bowl MVP. One can only hope. That would be really funny. I hope that doesn't happen as a Giants fan. but but <laughs> No, I hope for your sake it's a Cowboys-Patriots Super Bowl. Ugh. But I'm going to say this. You guys moved the ball when you threw to Cooks and you stopped. You bitches. You threw to Cooks twice. Threw to Cooks five times. All actually. in one drive. And you moved the ball. True. I, I, watched I, I, I you I've watched showering during the game. I've re- I don't know what, what did you do today. Sat in front of my computer. <laughs> and did Real quick, right? Kevin Walker is to versus Detroit because the fifteenth when he last played versus the Lakers, he had four points. So it can't be that. It can't be that day. <laughs> so twelve, twelve. That's my toast of excellence versus right. Detroit. Thirty-one points. There we go. Um, I have no idea what's wrong with the team. I really don't. I do. You're not throwing the cooks. I do. Jared Goff's too busy being Ryan Gosling instead yeah, of Yeah, and Jared not Goff. throwing the cooks. He has not thrown the cooks. I think you guys just missed cup. Yeah, and not think. throwing the cooks like that's the plan. Kyle, stop. <laughs> you have cooks in fantasy. We all know it. I yeah. really think. Well, Kyle, the... Kyle, for the first time all season, is actually nervous. I am I know. very nervous because he's down. What are you down? Twenty three. He's down twenty three, but he's got Breeze and McCaffrey going tonight against, against Jeff, who's got Kamara. Why so beat Pat? Pretty good. I did the math. If I was able to do this week, we were talking about it last night, what nobody would let me do all season, if I had only played the Chicago Bears, I still would have beaten Pat. I still would have beaten, beaten Pat by like 25 points. You didn't get the entire team? Well, I, Robinson. I, I need Robinson. I need Pat to lose to me to give me Robinson, but okay. he said he'd think about it. I'm like, what are you playing for if you're not playing for the championship? Nothing. I said, I called Kyle yesterday. I said, you know what's a real kick in the balls? Everybody won because Mock didn't make it. When you just miss, you know, when you get knocked out of the playoffs, and then the following week you lead the league in points, that really sucks. Yeah. Oh well. What are you gonna do? You know what sucks? Win the consolation bracket. Bad beat. You're just Bad lucky beat. that you're just lucky that he's not in it. <laughs> okay. Consolation games. This guy. It would be funny if he was like undefeated in consolation games. <laughs> Did he, win it last he year? has to make the consolation yeah. games. To... Um, you know, I don't even remember. Did you finish in dead last? This year I did. Yeah. No, last year. Actually, last year I think I was second to last. <laughs> I think. Fairly common. See, I'd like to get a group of like 10 actual guys that like will like play it hardcore wise. Because I would love to do the like person who wins it gets to pick the small, like the quarter size tattoo that the other person <laughs> has to get. Just like a quarter size tattoo on the ass cheek or something. Like somewhere no one's going to see it, but I'd like to see it. I would do that. I would bet on that. I'd be okay with that. Beating out Kendall, so we'll be good there. Yeah, I mean, Kendall, <laughs> think about it. In five years' time, you'll have every Power Ranger and Ninja Turtle on your ass. That'd be great. Kyle's sitting there like, we should do this. <laughs> but I know the one year I would lose. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'd never play again. Oh, nah, he'd have a nice Ravens logo right on the old. Nah, Ooh. Kendall would do that to him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Something I, loving. Okay. Something loving. See, that's the problem is that they're fans of. The, like they don't really hate each other's MLB teams, but because they're in the same division, they hate all the all the other teams in it. And they're Steelers fans, so they all just hate the same teams. Yeah. The yeah. only team that one hates that the other one doesn't is the Patriots. Which he should. He should hate the Patriots. No, you just love them. 
I don't like you imagine if just love can you imagine when Kendall loses next year and somebody forces him to get a top Brady Brady one ass cheek and Bill Belichick on the other ass cheek just staring at each other? I'd go Ty Law like to Bucky Jones. If those were if those were the stakes, honestly, I would flee the country. You know how people draw up the Philly special? I would draw up the like the the miraculous variable or something. I don't know. I'd come up with a name for it. Miraculous. No, miraculous. Like I'd come up with a name for that and then give him the playbook of when variable scored the touchdown. All of them. 12 for 12. Guy's a real son of a bitch. <laughs> and now he's a coach. Now he's a coach. And he's winning. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> winning enough. Recap? Yeah, recap. Wait, oh, wait. We gotta, we gotta do the Monday night game. We gotta oh, yeah, that's true. There is a Monday night game. What are we waiting for? Trivia! Oh, yeah. yeah we gotta oh, actually, trivia. I would like to take the reins on trivia. Oh, okay. Are we gonna, like, no. up with this again? No, we don't, we don't. the loser just does the shot on the show now. Fuck. It... it, it it's off the rails. Maku first called it. Okay. I started following a new page three days ago called... I don't want to give it away because I want this to be mine. That's a good name. Kendall, Kendall will take it, though. I know eventually. It. I'll find it. You can keep it secret for now, but <laughs> I'm on the Explorer feature so on Instagram I would like, real all quick, the time. I would like uh, Souls to pick a number one through ten. Three. Okay. And then I would like The Mask to pick a number one through three. Two. Okay. All right, so it's uh, the, the the page is called NFL Random Players. Every day they just put like, like three random players. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. <laughs> so this random player is uh, we're gonna pick a different one because I can't pronounce that name. <laughs> no, his name is, uh, Kendall, pronounce it if I'm uh, correct. Me, Lejadu Nani. Oh, Lejadu Nani. Yeah, yeah. Nani. Yeah, Lejadu Nani, wide receiver. Why uh, do you know that? I I know all Chargers, everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he played. He was a fifth round selection in 2007. He played for. Th- Three teams from 2007 to 2012, and that was it. So, how many career receptions does he have? Oh, receptions? Hmm. How many years did he play again? Five. Five years. I'm going to go with... Chargers for three, Panthers for one, Dolphins for one. I actually remember this guy. I liked him. He wasn't that good. He's all right. 41 receptions. Five years? 41 and five. This is riveting radio. 58. 58. 47. 36. You lose. Hit 108 receptions. <laughs> Bring 108 receptions stocks. for 1,300 yards, four touchdowns. Here, here. So, so like a doing an A. I can give you, actually, we'll do this. This will be our new thing. Do you mind if I do this every week now, the trivia? Please, I just want to get done. All right. Well, okay, so we'll do, this will be the this NFL, this will be this week's random player. So it's like a doing an A, wide receiver, born September 16th, 1983 from Portland, Oregon. He was 6'2", 220. Well, he is 6'2", 220. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he went to Boise State. Hey! He played on the blue field. I knew that's why I and liked he him. Was the 2000, he was a 2007 fifth-round selection. Played for the teams I mentioned before. His career stats are 108 for 12, 32, and four touchdowns in 73 games. You never actually said the teams that he played for. Yes, he did. He did. did he? So take uh, another uh, shot. Oof. Bitch. Panthers, Chargers, Dolphins. Uh, all right. God, you're just striking that's out. That's still not good. Rams lost two in a row. Golf hasn't thrown a really? touchdown in two weeks. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a, really? It's really? No. No, I only, saw, I only know that because that stat played at the DQ chilling Gr- grill. <laughs> Gurley <Girl, laughs> rushed for two. Uh, yeah. He's thrown six picks and no touchdowns. I t- also, I, I would like you to know, the Bears are only the second team. Aaron Rodgers only thrown two picks this year. One to the Vikings, one to the Bears. And the Bears are the first, t- first team in over two years to hold Aaron Rodgers to no touchdowns in a game. He didn't yeah. throw for a touchdown that game? Oh, wow. They didn't. 
they rushed over a touchdown. They had one rushing touchdown. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and Eddie Jackson with yet another interception. It yeah, was he got hurt. hurt. Yeah, it was he got hurt after he caught that, right? Yeah, Same he tried play? to cut and his just yeah. spikes went into the turf and well, didn't we'll move, but that. his leg kept going. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. All right, sorry. Uh, game, uh, predictions for tonight: Saints Panthers. Um, I'll break it down for you. Do 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 So, um, I think it's really going to be a big defensive struggle. Uh, I don't see any ball movement at all offensively on either side. Um, not defensive struggle, sorry. I, 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 I messed up. I think it's going to be a real defensive prowess game. No offensive movement whatsoever. Um, my prediction... So you're an asshole. My prediction is... <laughs> I'm going to say Panthers 4, Saints 2. Uh, Drew Brees uh, 1 for 63. <laughs> uh, so he's just saying this. Negative no. 5. <laughs> so he just Christian threw McCaff. one long yeah. pass. Drew Brees. No, no, no. It was for negative 5 yards. You said one for sixty-three. Yeah, yeah. For negative five yards. That's one. a completion. Oh, God. I thought I was, I was counting like one one completion for sixty-three yards. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh wow. No, um, I don't know. I think I, I think this has got the makings for a slugfest. Um, Imagine sixty-two <laughs> incompletions <laughs> in a row. Did we not crack our views? Oh yeah, crack them. We did not. Um, I think that <laughs> I think it's going to be a shootout. I think the Saints' offense is going to get back on track. But I think the defense isn't gonna hold hold up the par. I think that Carolina is one of those teams that like they don't have any real formidable weapons outside of McCaffrey. But they're just like the their weapons are annoying enough, and it's a division game. Um, the Panthers still technically have something to play for. Um, the Saints still have stuff to play. For. I don't think the Panthers were eliminated yet, were they? No. Yeah. So the Panthers still have something to play for. Not that the Saints don't. They're still trying to lock up first round. Um, and home field advantage and whatnot, but uh, I think it's going to be a real, real duel, duel, duel in Michael Carolina. Michael Thomas, baby, Michael Thomas, duel in Carolina. Carolina, right? Someone's not in the Superdome, right? I don't think so. No, I think, I think they play the last two at home, right? Yeah. So it's going to be a real shootout in Carolina. But my final score prediction is New Orleans Saints thirty-eight, Carolina forty-one. Wow. I like that score. I uh, McCaffrey and Breeze exit first play of each drive. <laughs> Kamara pr- c- proceeds to run and receive for 500 total yards each. Wow! So you can go to hell. No touchdowns though. I um <laughs> have a day. I also think Carolina wins this game. Fingers crossed. Um, you're gonna see me be let's a go real Carolina. Big, if Carolina wins this week, big fucking time Steelers fan next week. <laughs> I'm if they win, I have to go out and buy all the Steelers gear I possibly can. Just Brett Kiesel jersey. I'm going to try to grow out the beard. Steelers jersey next week if yeah. they win tonight. Of course. You want to wear uh, Reed 07? Sure, why not? Very famous jersey I own. <laughs> I think the Panthers win 35-32. I think the Saints win. Homer. 37-34. I have a Saints winning as well. I think Carolina's offensive woes continue. Um, not their offensive woes. Their defense is poop. Uh, Carolina's woes continue, and uh, they win. Saints win thirty-one seventeen. Uh, McCaffrey's going to go off for three hundred yards and three touchdowns. Uh, <laughs> uh, Carolina thirty-one to twenty-one. Thirty-one to twenty-one. <laughs> it's like twenty isn't going to. Are you taking a picture of me? I am. All right. We'll move on. All right. The Thursday night game. Yes. The best game of the week. Arguably, in my opinion, I think the best game of the year. The game I was going to give it to, he's not at the table. 
Um, who's playing? I'll do it then. Chargers Chiefs. Ooh. Okay. Chargers Chiefs was a fantastic game. Um, the you, if you watched the game, there was at no point really in this game until the last thirty seconds or so where you thought the Chargers were going to win this game. Um, you know that the Chiefs came out and they scored. I think they went up fourteen nothing. Uh, I think it went fourteen nothing. Then the Chargers scored. Then the Chiefs came right out of halftime and scored, and it was twenty one seven. And you know it, it, it's one of those things where the game it was just real hard hard fought between the two defenses, the two offenses. People were making plays left and right. Mahomes was still doing Mahomes things. Uh, I think the big takeaway from this game is that they really miss Kareem Hunt big time. Um, two running backs played really well though. They did, but it took two to do. Almost what Hunt could have done, you know, type of thing. And the the real shame from this game was that it was a Thursday nighter and not a Monday nighter because I would have really liked to have seen these two teams go to, go at it full strength. I would have liked to see Melvin Gordon out there on the field because I think he would have played if they went Sunday. Um, but uh, just real good last second touchdown drive. Blown calls on both sides of the ball. The not no call on the helmet to helmet. Three plays left in the game. And then what sh- probably should have been OPI in the end zone on the touchdown, but you play with what you got. And then just Anthony Anthony Lynn, man, Anthony Lynn, right? Yeah, going for two. You play to win. Ballsy call and it paid off. Wide open two point conversion to seal the deal. This good play. Yeah, I mean the Chargers still need help from the Seahawks in order to uh, wrap it up. Not that they have an easy cakewalk in Baltimore, but. Or with Baltimore, but I, I I think the Chargers could take the division. Good game. It was Let's a very good, good game. Kansas City. I think it was the best game of the year. Mike Williams. <laughs> I I think I think that was the game of the year. I think it was way better than the Chiefs Rams game, just because there was still like defense in it, defense in it, and it was. How are you going to say there wasn't defense in that game? There were four defensive touchdowns in that game. Yeah, but at the same time. They also each put up like twenty five points without it. I don't think it. I don't know. I just the game. It was. It's too flashy. It's too today's NFL. Today's NFL sucks. I like two thousand five NFL. Mock. Yes. Texans. Jets. Well, uh, I was I was lucky enough to attend this game. I don't know if I'd call it lucky. I tell you, it, it was a really good game. Um, I had a few takeaways from. I mean, the Texans ended up winning. But the Jets outplayed the Texans. Um, Deshaun Watson took way too many bad sacks. Um, it was five or six, I think, it, they finished with. He was just taking way too much time in the pocket and, and just taking horrible sacks. Sam Darnold, to me, looked pretty good. Um, able to move around in the pocket, extend plays. Um, I think the Jets have something to build around there. I mean, he needs the rest of a team, but... I think he is a promising quarterback of the future. Um, the Texans, like I said, ended up winning. I thought it was a good game. It kind of came down to the end. DeAndre Hopkins went off. Um, other than that, I mean, it was just a good football game. Nice. Browns-Broncos. This was a fun game that I did not watch. Next. <laughs> I did. Kind of take it away. Uh, Browns and Broncos exchanged touchdowns in the first. Um, pair of field goals in the second. 
you know, it was just it was kind of a, a game that went back and forth. There was never a time where, like, oh, the Broncos are going to run run away with it, or the the, the Browns are going to you know take a lead here. It was kind of it was very well fought uh, statistically. Um, Mayfield two touchdowns and a pick. Not a lot of offense there. It's kind of been the story of the Broncos all year. They're hurting though. Yeah. Interesting way the game kind of ended though. Browns were trying to pick up a fourth and one to put it away. Broncos were able to stop them, and they they took control and it was sort of moving the ball, and then just. <laughs> Just fell apart again, you know. Browns were able to hold seventeen sixteen. They don't have enough weapons for. Uh, yeah, it's just one of those. They need things. a quarterback. Yeah, I, I think coming into this season, they didn't want Case Keenum. It's what was available, and it, you know, they had Swag Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then he was dumb again. Yeah. Well, then you know they thought you know Paxton Lynch was the answer. Cut him. Yeah. You're right, because well, he was not the answer. <laughs> yeah, the quarterback issues have been the story for Denver. Now they're going to go. Now they're saying Kyle Shanahan and John Elway are trying to be coaches. It's a mess over there. Yeah, you know, Vaughn Miller, all-time sack leader in Broncos history. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Browns prevail. Browns having uh, their best season in, in a while. <laughs> Paul, Bears, Packers. Well, mm, this game was kind of everything you thought it would be. The Bears always tend to struggle against the Packers. They did. Um, but they were able to pull it out in the end, in the fourth quarter. They were able to put, put some points up on the board um, to, to keep the Packers at bay. Um, just, you know, the Bears, they came out kind of hot. Jordan Howard started off with a, a good rushing touchdown. The offensive line really parted the way for him. Uh, pretty much the easiest touchdown anyone's going to get in this, this season. And then I believe after that, I think after that was the Packers scored and tied it up 7-7. No, 7-3. I don't remember. 7-3, yeah, because then Cohen caught a touchdown. 14-3 at the half. They opened up a field goal. Then they scored, got the two-point conversion. It was tied 14-14. Bears fans thinking, oh, God, here we go. Week one all over again. But then the uh, they were able to keep holding the Packers out, even though uh, Cohen fumbled down in the red zone. And uh, able to hit Burton in the corner of the end zone, kick a field goal, seal a victory away. 24-17. Bears just, the defense just came to play again. The defense came to play. They did a good job. And they held Aaron Rodgers to no touchdowns and one, in the, one INT. Do you think uh, Matt Nagy's a lock for coach of the year? No. I think he should be. I the think he's going to get it. I think he should win it, but I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's a lock. There's two other people that are in contention, Anthony Lynn and Frank Reich. Those are the two should, other people. In my opinion should go to Frank Reich. My opinion for that is just because he turned that that team was way worse than the than the. Yeah, Bears. but it's gonna be the same thing with like Andrew Luck and MVP discussions. It's not gonna matter if they don't make the playoffs. No, I'm just, I'm just saying like that defense was terrible. That offensive line was terrible. Well, he, the offensive line wasn't Frank Reich. The offensive line was the was the offensive line coach that McDaniel's brought in, and then before he quit, and then they couldn't they didn't fire him. <laughs> that was him. That wasn't that has nothing to do with Frank Reich. Then they brought in they got they made the right draft picks. It turned out to be great. Yeah. Um. Darius Leonard's looking to be like rookie defensive player of the year. I think that's gonna be that's gonna be a close race at the end for the that defensive rookie. Hundred plus tackles and anyways, Kendall. <laughs> I could see. I think Nagy's a front runner, but I think it's gonna be between Nagy, Len, and Andy Reid. I mean, you gotta think about it now. If if the, if the Chiefs went out the rest of the season, the Chiefs are gonna pr- most likely have the best record. I don't think the Saints are going to win the, all three of the next games. 
<laughs> then look at us. <laughs> so, I mean, if, if that happens and the Chiefs went out, the Chiefs are so alone with the best record in the NFL. And it's not to be taken apart the fact that, like, it's not like they're a bad team, but look at the defense, look at how many pieces they lost, and then he did it with essentially a rookie quarterback. No, yeah. You're right. Can I do an aside, talking on the Chiefs real quick? Take a shot bet for anybody here. Uh, Chiefs are one and done in the playoffs. Anybody say different? Yes. I, I didn't even you. hear what you said. Chiefs are one and done in the playoffs. Do you say different? I could see. I mean, that's what they do. They're going to be up 24 and blow the lead in the fourth quarter. No, no, they're, it's going to be them and Chargers in the AFC Championship game. I'll take the shot bet with you. Two shots? Sure. Cool. <laughs> I like the mask. Oh, Only wait. guy dish it out in shot bets. <laughs> well, you just kind of changed your thing. What? You said they were going to be one and done, but how would they? He says they're not going to be. I said they're going to play in the AFC Championship game. I say they're going to be one and done. Oh, I, I thought you were betting that they would. Okay. I'm they're sorry. They, they, they don't win a game. Yeah. I got you. Take it away with Buffalo. Buffalo Lions. Uh,. Kind of a defensive game. Sounds like the well, worst team of all time. What? <laughs> <laughs> the Buffalo Lions. Detroit Bills. <laughs> Coming to a arena near you. Um, three touchdowns in the second quarter. I didn't catch what happened with the Lions' first touchdown. Did they go for two or did they botch the extra point they and, botched attempted, it. They, and they attempted to throw? Well, just what? A, I thought they had missed the extra point. Well, it says here that they attempted a pass. That's why I'm asking. Then they probably went for two. I don't know. Well, I, I assume it's the extra point because that's what everybody does. What <laughs> if they went for the field goal and then faked it? They could have. I could've. have no idea. But Kenny Gallagher had a fucking yeah. quarter. But anyway, they <laughs> they missed an extra point. So when it came down to in the end. That bit of in the ass. Yeah. Buffalo wins 14-13. Stafford continues to have kind of uh, pedestrian numbers. Uh, just Buffalo's defense, we know. They're, they're not bad. They're pretty good. They're actually and, really good. Yeah. Two and, in the league. and Lions, I guess, the, the, the bright spot in their team, I guess, perhaps, is their defense. If there is a bright spot, well, the bright spot would be Kenny Galladay. Well, excluding a player. Oh, if the one side of the ball is better than the other, I guess we we'll say the defense is playing better than the offense right yeah. now. And uh, Buffalo was able to hold on, and they scored a touchdown on the fourth. Josh <laughs> Allen have another hundred yards rushing? No, he, uh, he had a rushing touchdown though. No, he didn't. I remember McKenzie had more yards than him. Uh, Josh Allen had a rushing touchdown, three yard run. Okay, how many yards did he have? I'll get that for you in one moment. <laughs> I thought he said no to the touchdown. No, I said no to the yards. <laughs> Buffalo rushing. Josh Allen, 9 for 16. Oh. Poor guy. And one touchdown. Didn't, didn't kill himself this game. I don't know. Nine attempts. <laughs> Charles Clay held to zero receptions. <laughs> Just I thought that's notable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's going to shake out as the best rookie quarterback this year? Baker. Or who's going to shake out as the second best? Sorry. In general, like down the line, ten years. Oh, down the line, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen. I'm on the Allen hype train for that. I don't know if Allen lasts ten years though, the way he runs. I'm gonna say Sam Darnold. Tell you who the worst is gonna be is Lamar Jackson. The, I, I think him and Allen are gonna be. So, I mean, Josh Allen has a better arm, but more accuracy too. He, he runs too much. He, those, only, those he guys, only runs when he has to. Lamar right. Jackson chooses to run. Yeah, he's gonna. Get the, even Lamar Jackson is yesterday. Robert Griffin the third. That kid's gonna lit. That kid's gonna get lit up soon. The the Fal- the Falcons. The Ravens are making a huge mistake by letting Flacco walk to keep Lamar yeah. Jackson. Flacco's going to Jacksonville. Anyways, so he, um, I know we're kind of topic jumping. Is Flacco's um, contract over? No, no, no. So they'll they'll be cutting him. They, they oh. said that they want to. They may try and a, trade him. They want to trade him to a team that he wants to go to. Gotcha. Which I mean, they should. He's played for. He brought him a Super Bowl. I hope he has to be like the backup for Brady. 
Trade me to New England. Then he goes to New England. I'll restructure my contract for veteran minimum. <laughs> then he just just sits on the sideline, just flipping off the Ravens the entire game. I'm okay with that personally. Um, all right. Speaking of the Ravens, Matt, stick it. Oh my God, <laughs> I didn't watch anything yet. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Mass. All right. Moving Go forward, watch the highlights. So I watch the highlights of every game. Okay. Before I come here, I'm proud of you. I watched the little highlight things on ESPN. Do you all you need to know? Lamar Jackson ran a lot yesterday. 95 Luck- yards. Luckily, against the Buccaneers. They're just terribly bad. But they didn't. He threw for 40 yards more than he ran for. But he yeah. threw a touchdown. But, like, just. Winston had a chance to win that game multiple times. They were in the red zone three times, got fuel goals. I don't think it's Winston's fault, though. They, they, I think they had, like, almost nine drops as a unit. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, Peyton Barber had a decent game, 18, 19 for 85, and a touch. And a touchdown, right? You know, he did all right. Mike Evans got over 100 yards and four catches. <laughs> Solos loves to talk up his fantasy personnel. <laughs> but the guys around him, Adam Humphreys had 23 yards. That was the second highest. Cam Brait, nothing. O.J. Howard. The Bucks are missing Deshaun Jackson. They're missing the stretch the field option. O.J. Howard didn't even get thrown to. They're it's missing funny. the stretch the field option. To me, I, I think the Bucks are already kind of calling it in for like they're. I think they're already playing for next year. But they shouldn't have a bad defense. They have good players on that defense. I thought that David was one of the best linebackers in this league, and he just it happens though. I mean, look at the Giants' defense two years ago. And fuck the Ravens. Personnel's not that different from then. No. Just sometimes you have down seasons. Yeah. Oh, or no. sometimes you have really good seasons. Well, like we said. If Lamar Jackson keeps this up, he's going to get lit up and hurt. Yes. Yeah. He already got hurt. Like, he's More already kind of like having that talk shit about other teams right now. Because he went in on the Buccaneers yesterday. Someone's going to go for his head. It's worth the 15 yards if he doesn't play. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. True. Flacco probably just like, hey, did you play for up. the Saints a few years ago? <laughs> I was the Saints. <laughs> yeah, my name is Shockey. What? <laughs> Paul Shockey. About the game. The game Paul was kind of boring. The Ravens did what they did. They just ran the football. Yeah, the Ravens turn into like a really boring team to watch. They, well, they win by their brand of football. They 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 run the ball a lot and they play defense. It's the way Seattle plays. Ball control. Yeah, it's how it's how Seattle plays. And, I think well, I think since Lamar Jackson's been starting for them, I think they've had the ball on average thirty seven minutes a game. Who the fuck is Gus Edwards? I still haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> he's their new starter. I know that, back. but I'm like, who is he? Came from the University of Who Gives a Shit. Who wants this game? Me. All right. Falcons, Cardinals. Yuck. Yuck game. Cardinals just cementing their legacy as the worst team in football this year. Um, I mean, but they did score first. Oh, yay. And then gave up 40 unanswered points. Yeah, true. Um, 40? Yeah. 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 They lost 40 to 14. They scored first and last. Oh, my Lord. Very meaty sandwich. (laughs) Bookends. Bookends. Um, (laughs) Harvey's. That's an adult bookstore. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, the Cardinals just, you know, they're, they're going through their woes. They're figuring out what they – I think they're really breaking down what they've got offensively outside of Johnson and Rosen because I think everybody on the team offensively outside of them is shoppable or, you know, they should trade expendable. Larry. Well, not Larry. Larry is They not, should trade him. They're not going to trade him. Make him well, – Larry will retire. I think he's going to retire. I don't think, I don't think he's going to retire, but if they try – if they cut him – or try to trade him, he will retire. I don't think he will play anywhere but Arizona. Be cool if he went to Pittsburgh. Be cool if he went to New England. Love to see him get a ring. Yeah, but just not there. Are you, are you muting me? 
No, I was putting it with Kyle. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> I was like, yeah, hey, you're, you're done. done. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I didn't speak loud enough. <laughs> no, you're good. You're but, good. um, no, I just... Okay. It, it was just <laughs> whispers. <bad. laughs> no, we can still hear you. The Cardinals, the Cardinals the are just, they're not, they're not <laughs> anywhere close. They have a lot of holes that they're trying to fix. But, you know, it looks like, at least for the time being, they've figured out the hardest part of a rebuild, and that is that they got their quarterback, and they've got a blue-chip running back that can catch the ball with the best of them out of the backfield. So the hard, the two hardest parts are out of the way. Now it's an offensive line. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, but an offensive line, though, is one of those things where it's like, it doesn't matter how good you are or how bad you are, your offensive line isn't guaranteed to always be that good. Uh, look at the Rams. With a fucking Jared. Never mind. Uh, well, the Rams are good run we'll blockers. They're not good pass blockers. We'll they are there. not good anything right now. We'll get there. Matt, take it away with the Bengals Raiders. All right, Bengals Raiders. Uh, the Raiders continue to prove why they are the worst team of football this year. I beat the Steelers. I'm gonna go with that for the Raiders. <laughs> are, the Raiders are trying to be the worst <laughs> and losing at it. That's just <laughs> that's true. Um, at this rate, if Oakland actually wins another game, I think they're gonna play themselves out of the first overall pick. Well, the Gruden's just gonna start. They're already out of the first overall pick. Huh? McCarron, you're in. They're, they're already out of it though. Right? Hasn't Arizona only won three games? Uh, it's San Francisco. Wait, hold on. What's... San Francisco has four now. Yeah. Yeah, I think Arizona's only got three wins. I, I think, think it... right now Arizona has the I think it's one. Arizona, San Francisco. Oh, yeah, that's I think true. it's Arizona, San Francisco, Oakland. San Francisco has four. I know. I think it's Arizona. What does Oakland have? Three. Oh, so it's Arizona, Oakland. I think it's Arizona, Oakland, San Francisco, Buffalo. I'm sure the Jets are in there. Uh, Buffalo might have weird wins. I don't know. Buffalo has five. Jets have four. Jets... Buffalo Giants. Giants are, yeah, it's closer to 10. I think closer yeah. to that 10th pick. You know, I hope Buffalo you guys went out. The... So do I, really. Like, yeah. I, I hate that play for draft. I hate that. I hope you guys went out and then Suck you trade your luck. first round Suck pick for, for flowers. <laughs> I, I, just, I hate that. Like, I want to see them win game. You know, I, I hate that win and I get the you, better I, pick. I, thought you would hear it. All right. I did. I'm sorry. I said, I hope you guys went out and then trade your first round pick for flowers. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So, Brandon. Jacksonville's in there somewhere. Yeah. They're terrible. So, anyways, uh, Bengals um, notched their first win since October. <laughs> yeah, dude, Jeff Driscoll was terrible, though. It was it was an unsightly Mixon, game, though, to say the least. But Mixon, 129 yards and a couple touchdowns. Look at the team. Look at that dude's fucking completion attempt ratio. He had a bad game. Yeah, 14 for 33 for a winning team. But um, this is the win that's going to keep Marvin Lewis in Cincinnati for another year. <laughs> I don't know how that – I don't blame him for this year, but the other 34 years. Listen, I, uh, he's to blame for every year. No, this year is not. I know you guys got Dalton hurt. And Green. You lost Green. But here's players. my issue with it. He says he's going to retire after beating the Ravens last year. And they're like, well, want to do one more? Yeah. So, <laughs> so realistically – I mean, even if he has Dalton and Green all, all season, <laughs> how many more wins would they have really had? At least they, two. But but they were bad when they were both healthy. Like the team was just bad. No 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 no. They, they were, weren't bad. They came off to a good start. Yeah, they were they also started, a really good start. Yeah, they started, started to five stub their toe. If everybody was healthy, I think they would have bounced back from stubbing their toe. And, and they would have put together. I think I think if AJ Green and Andy Dalton stayed healthy, I think they'd at least have been on a nine-win team. Yeah, <sighs> gone into the first round of the playoffs and lost. I think they would have been a wild card team. Well, hold on. We might not go that far, you know. <laughs> really could have made the wild card. I think they would have All right, who's who's more consistent at doing that, the Bengals or the Chiefs? Oh, the Bengals. The Chiefs won the division. 
Yeah. But they go into the playoffs and lose. Yeah, the first Bengals round. go to the playoffs. They they face age rules. You know, you know why it's the Bengals? Because I've seen the Chiefs win a playoff game. Yeah, they, they that's true. <laughs> the Bengals that's true. have not won <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, take it away. You're Giants. <laughs> take it well, away. You know it's funny. Like yesterday, <laughs> girlfriend wanted to go out Christmas shopping. I said, "Hey, listen, the Giants are on at one. I'm gonna watch it on my phone. Let's go." I watched the first half because this game was awful. Um, <coughs> Giants, Giants fell flat. I mean, we saw him put up big points last week without Odell, so everyone got all excited. Hey, we don't need him, but I think I said it last week. Like it was kind of a fluke to me where Odell went out right before the game last week. So I think the Redskins were kind of like, now what's happening? We were planning for this guy, and and it threw him off. Redskins also had uh, Mark Sanchez. That that helps. But even still, like the Titans had the whole week to prepare for no Odell, so. It's easier Plus to take away. Plus, the a much better defense than the Redskins. Yeah, and um, you well, know, you, when you, you have got, when you got your quarterback throwing out blocks like that. <laughs> they had more time to plan for. Okay, we have Shepard and Ingram to worry about the passing game, and we could fo- focus way more on Barkley. It's just the Giants came out real flat. It's just horseshit, by the way. Um, Kyle, I mean, we saw Gurley last week have a bad. It it, it happens. And this week, I'm not uh, happy didn't about have it. I know it happens. It doesn't make me happy. <laughs> It's just the the Giants came out, you know, flat. Yeah. What do you think the season would be if Kyle Fuller made that pick against the Packers week one? He has a be has three lost team. Do you think yeah. we still would have lost three though? Yeah. No. I think we would have beat the Dolphins. I think so too. I think you would have beaten the Giants too. Brock Osweiler does that once a year. Beats I think we would have beat the Giants if Trubisky played. <laughs> Probably. Oh, fumbling hands. All right, <laughs> Chase Daniel. Someone raise their hand. Oh, Kendall. Paul. Viking Dolphins. Ooh. Yuck. I got it. So, this game, Vikings put up 21 points in the first quarter. Uh, they were like the first team. They were the only team to do that so far this season, I'm pretty sure. Um, really? Yeah, put up 21 points in the first quarter. Very quickly, too. Yeah. Yes. Um, the announcers were boasting it hard. And Miami started crawling their way back in. And all of a sudden, it's 21-17. And then the Vikings in the second half were just like, hey, like, we're better than this, right? And they were like, yeah, I think so. Like, we are so we did pretty well last. We, like, fucked the Saints up. And they were like, I like the accent you got yeah, there. They were like, what a, you know, like, let's it's just. the family guy accent. Let's fucking yeah. turn it up a notch, huh? And then they were like, all right. One Canadian. And then they just went out and, you know, sacked the shit out of Tannehill eight times in the second half and put up 20 more points and won 41 well, to Kirk 17. Well, Kirk couldn't do that. Really bad pick six. Yeah, yeah. real bad. But I, I'm saying it, guys it was, right there. It was 21-17 and everyone's just sitting here like, all right, Vikings are really about to shit the bed hard at the end of the season. And then they went to halftime and Everson Griffin was like, I got mental health issues, yo. <laughs> Let's figure well, this hey, shit out. Dalvin Cook, first rushing touchdown of the year. Yeah, was it really? <laughs> well, oh they went God. first and second. The offensive coordinator was like, he's not bad. Let's give yeah. him the ball. <laughs> <Sure. Run it. laughs> you feel like running the ball today, Dal? <laughs> that pick six was, <laughs> was, was bad. It was the second worst interception this week. What was the first? Let me guess. We'll get to it. Something Jared Goff threw? Well, I tell you. Now, the worst interception this week was Tom Brady's to Joe Hayden. Sam, <laughs> Sam Darnold got bailed out really good yeah. during that. <laughs> he, he was getting sacked, and I, they shouldn't have blown the play dead. But as he was falling, he just threw the ball straight up in the air. Like, like this? I, That's I what know, Goff what, did. He you know why Sam not going to be good? You know why I don't think Sam Darnold's going to be good? He looks he like a to character USC? from Minecraft. <laughs> he does. He looks like a character from Minecraft. <laughs> Next game? Right, I'll take this one. we got to hurry up. Yeah, trust me. Redskins, Jaguars. Okay. Josh Johnson loved his reaction after the win. Got the Redskins back in the playoff race. 
That's all there is to know about this game. I'll tell you what. I get these are professional football players. But I think any of us could go out and have the day Cody Kessler had. Nine <laughs> <laughs> for seventeen, fifty-seven yards. I think we can I find a way to, to find yeah, some cheap dump offs. Yeah, but I don't think we can go for nine for seventeen. I think we could screens. Nah, see, yeah, but I just I don't. I think you'd panic. Yeah, I would. Absolutely. I think if I were to go, I think I would be exactly what I said earlier. I think it'd be a one for sixty-three guy for minus five yards. <laughs> but but that's so many incompletions. <laughs> but I would like it to be known. I would have nine rushing attempts for sixty-eight yards. The thing is, I don't think I can steal so, the offensive line. Yeah. No, 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 no. So that you're so you're scared of getting <laughs> hit in the pocket, but you'll fucking run into them. Oh, shoulder down. <laughs> okay. See, I don't think you get 68 yards. Oh, 100. I'm very six, quick. Six. I'm not saying you're yards. not, but these are NFL players. Six okay. point. Well, Von Miller's right there. You're like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. See. Bobby Wagner just comes know, downfield. I don't know what the NFL lingo is for this word, but whatever the opposite of a draw is, I'm running a QB that. Where I just hike go. That's it. No waiting. No fake handle. Just get it and go. That's I'm hurtling it. over the first guy. Isn't that a quarterback sneak? No, 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 no. Because it's like it, I'm going to take it out of the shotgun. <laughs> so, so you're just running straight wildcat. <laughs> no, it's not the wildcat because I'm I'm in shotgun. He's just a standard quarterback. Yeah, yeah. It's a standard shotgun, but when I get the ball, I literally catch it and immediately go for so it. You're he's, Lamar oh, he's Robert Griffin. It. It's kind of like a quarterback so, draw. He's you know, Robert Griffin, but there's no waiting time though. No, no but here's the thing. Jackson. No way you get to run that play nine times. Oh no. yeah, you'll that be dead. Work, that may work the first time. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I'm in the very, first try. I'm very hard to knock out. But we're talking about NFL players. All right, hold on. Okay. We're going to rewind. We're playing like one, one of the things she... fumbled. <laughs> what I have? Zero. I got great ball security. I'd have at least I'm also going to stick it in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> right off the snap. One of the things I'd like to see... They I'm also going to be the only quarterback in NFL history to take the snap out of a three-point stance. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be something. Uh, Can we set that up? <laughs> who wants the next game? Uh, was it Colts? Yeah. Colts? I could take that. All right. How about Dallas? Really coming to play, huh? Yeah. Uh, what can we say? Elliot didn't have a terrible day. It was but the best uh, NFL meme of the week. It was the Rob Schneider thing from uh, um, Waterboy. And it was like, Dallas Cowboy fans, oh, no, we suck again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you we can do again. it. <laughs> Prescott, Prescott. Uh, Prescott. <laughs> Prescott. A pretty average day, 209 yards. Through a pick, uh, I mean, they moved the ball. It's just they they played the hot streak, not the game. They yeah, came they, in thinking that they were going to be. They they came in with this untouchable type of feel because they were on a five game hot streak, yeah, looking yeah. like the playoffs were theirs to take. And I still think they're going to take the NFC East, but you know they 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 hurt themselves and they. The, the, what they're really the thing that they've really got going on their side right now, and I think this loss, even with the loss, I think it was okay. Is that they the two teams chasing them? They don't have to play again. Right. Yeah, the, the Colts just take took advantage of mistakes. That's all it is. You yeah. prevent them scoring and you control the clock. And I don't think they took they didn't take Marlon Mack serious. No. But I think he rushed for like a buck thirty nine. Yeah. All right. Next game, Mass. All right. Uh, Seahawks 49ers. Um, this game came down to two things for me. Uh, Greg Kittle not doing shit. Greg Kittle not doing shit. Came down to the weather and Janikowski missing that first extra point. That's what lost the Seahawks this game. Because at the end of it, they would have been up by a point. Wouldn't have even gone to overtime. Uh, the weather was terrible. People couldn't get any footing. People fell down every other play. Uh, Mullins played average. He played like somebody who's going to get a nice backup contract next year. He'll compete for a starting. Yeah. He'll, com- you know, 
I, hey, you got my prediction right now. Jacksonville Jaguars, Mullins and Flacco. <laughs> Ew. Um, and Nick Foles. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think Nick Foles retires. He In did, Jacksonville. I think, he, nah, I think he either stays Philly's backup or retires. Yeah, he won't go anywhere else but Philly now. Um, I just think it's great that he beat the team that he was ass cheeks for. Yeah, it's, it's hysterical. <laughs> All right, anyway. It's, it's been twice. Um, funniest thing was for halftime, they, uh, 49ers sent out Richard Sherman to be like, hey, this is what I think of you. They sent out fucking Brett Hundley in return. It was like, we don't think about you at all. Just like a gigantic little figure. <laughs> but um, funniest play of the day was when they stopped Chris Carson on the two-yard line, bounced back out six yards deep, and then ran it back into the end zone through like four other players. That was my favorite play of the game. Steelers? Got this? Make a noise over there, Mark? I think so. <laughs> Scraping your thumb against something? <laughs> hey, right. Steelers, we got a break hey. to get to. I okay. know, I know. We played to win the game. Played well enough to win. Uh, Brady was fine. I mean, people are very critical of him after this game. The bad pick, for sure, a very bad pick. But, I mean, move the ball. The Steelers' defense, there was some shades of them of last year. You know, they gave him a huge play early. Yeah, the the but... interception was just him trying to throw it away. He just got too much air. Yeah, and, and Hayden, he's old, but he's no he's no scrub. He, he was the... Steelers' defense came out pissed off, and they showed it. They yeah. got to the they, – they, they, they didn't sack him a lot. They got but pressure they got on that, there. and that's yeah. how you beat Tom Brady. It helps when your tight end can rush for over 100 yards. Yeah, that too. Jalen <laughs> Samuel was with play the game yesterday. Good thing you picked him up right in time for the consolation bracket. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, really cool. Patriots <laughs> couldn't run the ball that effectively. They barely um, did it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Burkhead ripped off a, a couple, three or four carries. Um, but end of the game, it came down to uh, Steelers were finally kind of stout. You know, it they didn't give up the touchdown late in the game. Yeah, like in the three You games finally passed. doubled Gronk. That's what it was. You Gronk finally double teamed Gronkowski. Because you guys didn't do that the second half of the game last year, and he absolutely destroyed you guys. I could be wrong, but Gronk does not look the same. No, he doesn't. He's no, done. he doesn't look the same, but you guys doubled him and completely eliminated him from the game. Right, well, I mean, the, every time, the teams that lose to the Patriots think they're going to dream up a new scheme that's yeah. going to blow them away. It's not, it's not the case. The, just... Stick to fundamentals. Double Gronk with your two and your three, and you put your one on Edelman. Yeah, it's 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 pretty basic. There, there was that one pretty bad uh... Chris Hogan. <laughs> yeah, well, it was just right off the bat. It, yeah, it, it was Brady's. It was like the fourth offensive play that they ran, and it just the Steelers were sleeping. I, I, I got the headline. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a bad blowout. <laughs> this is not good." I, I traded watching... Chris Hogan for the Bears' defense. Oh, was... right off the, yeah. Early of the year, that right? That's who I traded Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan and Denver's in defense. Denver for Kenny Stills. And Chicago Bears defense, and then immediately yeah. dropped Kenny Stills and pick up, picked up Dan, uh, Joe Mixon. Nice. Yeah, I made out big time in that trade. Yeah. <laughs> Mixon was drafted? No. He had to have been. I didn't know. No, I, I don't think so. I'm only person sure I know that, up. Only yeah, person I that would do it was Jeff. Jeff's the only person I know who would well, pick him up. You, even if he was drafted, I picked him up. <laughs> Jeff, I'm pretty sure I picked him draft, up that night. Draft I thought draft. I did. Do we have a score update? Zero zero. Yeah. <laughs> Last but not least, Rams versus Big Dick Nick. Um, this is the second time in two years that Big Dick Nick has come into the game, has not started at all during the season, just fucking kicked our ass. Uh, Nick Foles is going to go on to win Super Bowl MVP. The Rams are going to make it through the first round and lose. Did I draft them? No. Yeah. Whatever. I picked somebody good up that worked worked out well for me. As I said back in the beginning of the show, I have no idea what's wrong with this team. 
The offensive line can't block for shit. Todd Gurley is hurt some way, somehow. Jared Goff is a deer in the headlights. Teams have finally figured out, oh, if we double-team Aaron Donald, they can't do anything. Well, I just think it's I think it's just a matter of, I think you guys really miss Cook, or, uh, Cup. Yeah, but that's for the offense. Yeah, but your defense hasn't been stellar all year. They've been better than what they've been lately. Well, I mean, so the secondary is finally, like, back and, well, I'm putting quotes, healthy. Um, I don't know, it's... John Johnson's a fucking stud, and he's the only bright spot besides Aaron Donald on that defense. I think your de- I think your defense has been par all season. I just think it was overlooked because Aaron Donald was getting sacks for eight straight games. Yeah, now he's gone two games and hasn't. Interesting stat from the Sean McVay era. Uh, every game where Aaron Donald's had a sack, he's won. He's lost every game where he hasn't. Let me ask you something. The games that the Rams have won, have they been... Closer for the most part than blowouts. Since the bye week, we scored with two minutes left to beat the Lions by double digits. Before that, it was six point lead. Um, prior Chiefs to the bye was week, a close game. Chiefs was Seahawks a close was a close game. Seahawks was a close game. It's probably pack, been, a, it's been a fair yeah. mix. But we played good teams up until the stretch. Well, we played the Bears. They're wow. good. Right. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> but no, we played the Lions, who are not a good team. Mm-hmm. We played the Eagles, who don't have a secondary. And we couldn't throw on them to save our lives. Alshon Jeffrey and Nelson Aguilar would have been better cornerbacks for us in that game. Do you see the play where both of them got open behind the defense? I thought they were going to screw it up. <laughs> I did too. I was like, oh, please drop it. Um, yeah, that was just a bad blown coverage. Yeah. It, the two of them. Do. Yeah, for sure. Master, I got a comment on your Twitter uh you were going at it with this one guy. I don't know that Last you night? follow. Yeah, it was like forty straight tweets. I'm like, yeah. I can't even keep scrolling. This is. <laughs> yeah, I don't was... even know the kid. He responded to a tweet that I sent to one of the beat writers. And yeah, so you just too. you guys were going at it. Yeah, and yeah. I was just like, you were not happy, and he wasn't providing the answers. <laughs> I I was okay with it. I just don't understand. He's like, oh, we don't need to change anything. Everything's fine on the defense. All right, there it is. Sunday recap. What's score update till zero zero? Zeros. Zero zeros. How's your fantasy boys doing? Eh. All right. <laughs> we are going to the break when we come back. Winter meeting updates, all kinds of stuff to talk about. Trade signings, the whole nine yards. Um, when we return in the second hour, we'll have Mox Mix Match mashup, which he's stumbling on. We're going to have Riddler's Rankings, Mass Appreciation Day, and all that fun stuff. So stay tuned. Stay seated. We'll be back in five. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Skepita Riddler, and I'm joined by Degenerates, all of them. Every last Mark one. Mark watching Mass Foam. I was watching, I was like, I hope he catches it. Well, quick score update. Christian McCaffrey just threw a 50-yard touchdown. Oh, it was 50 yards? Yeah. Was it actually a 50-yard touchdown, or did he throw it like 10 yards? Threw it like 10. Hold okay. on. <laughs> He threw the touchdown? Yes. Oh, that's actually even funnier. Where'd he uh, go, Kyle? Who did he throw that it touchdown, to? It would have been 12 points for you. Who did he throw it to? What, what is it? Chris Manhurts? Or... Yeah, Manhurts. I, I just picked him up in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> just the second. No, you didn't. He's on a charger. Yeah, that's true. Or a lion. <laughs> all right, I, we're I back. You... We're here to talk. MLB winter meetings and all that fun stuff. Signings, free agents still available, trades, all that stuff. Gilberto doesn't care because fantasy is more important. Yep. yep. All right. <laughs> so so I have the silence. game playing here. 
but he's watching the game cast. Okay. Yeah. There's a difference. How the difference is, is it's slower. <laughs> Mine's faster. It actually probably is because streaming is usually delayed. So I guess we're not talking MLB this hour. <laughs> no, we so are. We're gonna, no, I'm good, I'm you're good. not, you're not going to talk. You're going to watch it. No, you're going to watch it. But you're going to watch it on the iPad. I'm good, bro. <laughs> so Harper and Machado still not have signed. Yeah. Machado's doing his tour of uh, which team wants him the most. <laughs> He's at, he was at the White Sox today. Mm-hmm. Um, don't really know how any of these meetings have gone. It's just kind of like, well, this is where he went. And this is how much money we could flash in your face. Um, I also saw that the White Sox are also possible for Harper. I, I think, thought that was I interesting. Think that's where he ends up. Um, I don't know. I, I tend to. I see a lot of stuff for Phillies. I think of him going. I think the White Sox and the Phillies are kind of in a similar position where they could kind of throw some money around. Um, but I tend to still lean with the Phillies kind of being a favorite. I, prefer, I don't anymore. You don't anymore. No. Why do you? Why do you feel that? Because, yes, they have so much money to spend, but they're still trying to spend it wisely. So you have all, you still have a bunch of holes to fill on that team. Like, they want to get a lefty starter. They want to get a lefty reliever. Spending $300 million on one guy is only going to fix one problem. Right. Foreseeably, he and, provides a lot of offense. And I know for a fact they're looking forward to 2020. What's so great about them? Mike Trout. You think that's a for sure thing? Yeah. Right. I know for a fact. All right, well, we'll talk in a year. Like, we'll we'll like, put that on the back burner. Well, I, well, I say that because there's an interview with Mike Trout. I know. I, we've talked about it off the air before. I know. But a lot of a lot of stuff happens in a year. I'm moving to Brazil, actually, um, <laughs> after I lose another fantasy year. Are you bringing Rebecca? Oh, where would I put her? In your um, suitcase? In the overhead? <laughs> they, don't have, they don't have fourth grade down there. <laughs> uh, Patrick Corbin signed. We discussed that last yeah, with week. the Nationals. Uh, the next big guy, AJ Pollock, potentially going to the Mets. That's that's been some some talk of that happening. I don't know. It's another guy's just going to get hurt. My, my, my <laughs> opinion, I think if anybody gives him more than fifty million, that's a mistake. So he's he's like we'll call him thirty one. I think I have his age down here somewhere. He is thirty one. Uh, yeah. Is that not the most ridiculous thing? Like I'm thinking about like what Kyle just said. So like <laughs> like uh, I don't think this guy's that good. Give him $50 million. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Well, <laughs> I, I say that because he's been hurt a lot the last two years. No, no I'm, I'm not saying him specifically. I'm just saying, like, it's funny in baseball that you're like, oh, this guy's kind of whatever. $50 million. There you go. <laughs> no luxury tax. <laughs> I mean, that's not what I meant. Meanwhile, that's half the cap room of an NFL team. <laughs> it's it's just funny. Quarter. Is it up to 100? It's going up to 192 next year. Yeah. Josh Donaldson signed with the Braves. I think we we, we touched on that before. Um, kind of bummed me out. <laughs> He's on the older side. You guys going to sign well, I'd like that, but I don't. I can't see the Mets. I can see the Mets doing it because he's an older guy and all that. But honestly, hey, come uh, be on our injured reserve. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love it. I, I would buy all the merch I could. But I just I see him. You know what though. If anybody signed to Whiskey and get half of the production that he used to give, it's a win. All you're going to have to give him is $600,000. Right. Because he's already making $60 million from the Blue Jays. Yeah. You know, maybe not this year, but you I think... You just have to give him, like, a five-bedroom house in New England. <laughs> I think before his career is over, I think we see him play in Colorado again. You know, just kind of like a like a sentimental thing. If he ends but... up in Oakland, he'll be playing second base. Desert's good for injury rehab. Exactly. 
Dry heat. It's good well, on the shoulder. Very well known. They're saying that the teams are going to move him to second. What What are his injuries? Are they arm injuries? Every, or? Everything. Right. He's just, everything. He's, he's been a guy. That's why he'd be a perfect Met. <laughs> but this hell wasn't Colorado. Wait, it just he, there was always time where he was missing. Yeah. You know, long. He was on the the fifteen day deal. It seemed like every other week. They, I know they said Oakland and Chicago Cubs are the two teams that are really looking at him. Yeah, I saw the Cubs there. Um, which I mean. Wouldn't be the worst thing. I think whoever takes him, he's not going to be their every every game player. I think if, if he goes to the AL, he can DH as well. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like he's he's not going to be an everyday in the field guy. He he, we keep saying. It. I mean, he's hurt all the time. His body can't hold up. But I think he can still give you sixty to seventy decent games a season if you let him, you know, rest appropriately. Like twenty and, home runs a year from from him would be perfect. Yeah, he can still definitely have an Imagine impact. Imagine Nelson Cruz with that Oakland team. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, one big thing I've noticed, this has kind of been the year of where are the catchers going. Um, Yasmina Grandal, uh, there was talks that the Mets were in on him. No yeah, longer. No longer. White uh, Sox are in on him. White Sox are in. Uh, it's interesting. Did we just sign a catcher? No. Maybe we did. It's kind of between him and uh, where is he and Relamuto going to go. Uh, well, Relamuto is the hot name right now. Right. But, I mean, we Grandal, no, no scrub either. Mark and I were talking about this yesterday. The problem with him is that he's demanding. Like, he's not demanding, but the Marlins are demanding so much. Because he's so young, so talented. And cheap. Yeah, he's already, he had two years of control. It's hard for the Marlins to not get the, everything for him. Well, I was so the White t- Sox claimed a pitcher. The White Sox claimed a pitcher from the New Hampshire New Hampshire Fisher Cats, and then within seven minutes traded him to the Rangers for cash. The Rule <laughs> Five Draft. I think. Just funny. I love stuff like, like that. Like, hey, we want you to come play for us. Hey, guess what? We sold you. <laughs> we didn't trade you. We sold you. That's, oh, that's hope you weren't looking at any houses or anything. <laughs> In seven minutes. <laughs> but um. I mean, I was. I think it was today. It came out that the Mets turned down a Syndergaard for Romuto straight yeah. swap, which I'm happy about because you know I like Syndergaard. I would have liked to have a, a I, good catcher. But I do think it's only a matter of time before Syndergaard is moved for Romuto, though. Well, we, I think it's happening. It's not going to happen anymore. We just got Wilson Ramos. Oh, that's true. I forgot and, about that. And that's huge. Kyle, be happy for me. That's my boy. He's yeah, played everywhere too. but the Mets. He's hurt always too. <laughs> well, I mean, we gotta have, gotta stay true to the plan. <laughs> trust the, you know, the Phillies. The other well, thing, trust the Mutual is tough because the Braves are now out on him. So, and the Mets are not out. Who are the hottest team going after him? My maybe the, I know the Phillies are talking to him. The Reds are talking to him. Now it's just I don't really know who's gonna be in on him anymore. Is the asking price too much? The way I see it is the asking price is too high, and they're going to wait till the Marlins get not desperate, but a little more eager to move them. They don't have to. That's the thing. They don't have to, but it's, it's, it's just, another team in a full rebuild. It's, get it's, what you can. It's kind of the year of the catcher. Yeah. Um, we talked Dallas Keuchel a long time ago. Uh, Nelson Cruz is slightly interesting, and a guy kind of on the later part of his career. He's staying in the West. He, he could DH forever. Yeah. You know, and he should honestly. He could still crank him out. I know Oakland's in on him and Houston's in on him, but I don't know about Houston anymore. Yeah. Um, we had some fun this week in the group chat. Uh, J Mart, uh, Pirates fan, probably one of his favorites <laughs> all the time. Andrew McCutcheon, uh, 
going to play in uh, the city of brotherly love. Uh, Souls, would like to speak on this um, on, on, on the behalf. They gave him the money not because he has regressed, but simply the Phillies had the money to give him, and they did. And he deserved the money. I don't care what anybody says. He might not be the player he once was, but he deserves every penny that that he gets. So, in a full season, do you anticipate him being kind of a hundred game guy, barring in, barring injury, or is he going to be off the bench he'll, primarily? He'll play a lot of games. That's going to play three hundred and sixty seven games. <laughs> he'll 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 just he'll bat probably like two sixty. You know. Where do you foresee him in the lineup? Second. Yeah, you think he's still think he'll still, still be top, the top top guy? Yeah. If the lowest would be five. Another interesting, not interesting, but uh, Charlie Morton uh, going to the Rays. Kind of a <laughs> not super exciting, but you know it's. A- you know what though? It is for this uh, mindset. Um, the Rays have pitchers that strike people out. In that division, you have to have those pitchers. right. Charlie Morton last year, I forgot, I forgot how much it was. He got hurt though, but he had a lot of strikeouts last year before he was getting hurt. So, now you have Brett Honeywell coming back off of injury. You have Jorge De Leon, Jose DeLone come back from Tommy John. Okay. With Blake Snell, with Shelly Morton, those are five solid pitchers. Yeah. Well, I, I think that it provides a good you know, If Shelly Morton's your five, I'm sorry. They might have the best pitching staff in baseball. Yeah. I just, if the young kids can play help. Right. Why do you that's trying to get you um, – I just, you know, we look at a team that seems to be kind of going to be a division, rather. It's going to be kind of dominated Red Sox, Yankees for the foreseeable future, you know, for the next, we'll call it five seasons. It's just kind of like, hey, you know, we have this great rotation now, but where, did, where does this put us? In a wild card spot, perhaps? I don't know. I, I, I agree with what you're saying, Souls, and it does, it does make the. <laughs> <laughs> Souls is trying to plug in something for the mass. It's just, you know. It just did not go well. <laughs> All right, um, so I have a legitimate question when you're done. Oh, you jump in. I mean, it has nothing to do. It has to do with baseball, not with the conversation you're having. Sorry. All right. All right. Uh, hop in. You brought it up. All right. Um, I obviously don't follow baseball nearly as much as anybody in this room. There are reports that a lot of people really don't want to pay Harper the money that a superstar player deserves then there are people that adore Harper and think he's the greatest thing since fucking sliced bread. Where does he fall in this ranking? Is he one of the best players in major leagues? I think Harper's is... the second best player in baseball right now. Yeah. Yeah. He he, he deserves the money up to this point. He's played very well. Um, I mean, like, he... last year was a down year, like, average-wise and stuff, but he made up for it in power. And I think like, it's not of... like he just, like, had a dud year. I mean... He outshined his, his his power numbers were through the roof. He's just his contact numbers were down. And especially in baseball, there's a lot to be said for popular players. The people will go out, even if you're not a fan of the team, to go see a draw. Yeah. And Harper is a draw, so wherever he goes, it's gonna fill seats. Well, it was like four so. years ago when it was Sale Burley in Chicago. Like people, paid, yeah. people like that weren't White Sox fans came to see the game, or for Toronto fans came to see the game because it was. A once White Sox great pitching against the current White Sox great in a duel that had all kinds of implications in it. Yeah. For Why sure. do you think there are teams that aren't willing to pay out top dollar for that? Because he gets injured too much. And he makes a lot of dumb 
plays in the outfield. You know, he, a guy kind of he plays like a lot of dumb plays. Just it's he he makes a significant amount of dumb plays for a, a player of his caliber. He's he, also getting he's also really kind of new to that position. To be right. honest, well, he he's, he's very emotional. You know, he's got a lot of baseball left in him. Still, I mean, to be five. So to be fair, there's still a learning curve. You know, it's not it's not as it's not as big as you would give to someone that just came up at 22 or something like that. But I, mean, I think he's 25 and he's got the ability to play this game until he's 35, 36. Yeah. I mean, 10 years, you don't just he's not at his peak now and he's going to be forever. He still has years to learn stuff. Yeah, and that's what the greats do. They they learn and adapt and they keep going. I could be wrong, but I tend to think that we're going to see Machado and Harper sign around the same time. It's almost kind of like a, a I battle think, they're I playing. Think, <laughs> I think Machado is. I think Machado's going to wait out Harper signing. Kind I think like, Machado. Right. I think, I think Machado. Like, Mach, I think Machado thinks he deserves the same amount of money that Harper does. Does he? Depending mm. on um, position. Um, okay. If Machado came out and said, "If you pay me the right price, I'll play third base." If I'm a Philly, I'm a Phillies fan. I would I would love to have Machado, but he ain't playing shortstop for my team. They just went out. They they traded for Gene Segura, who's a better defensive shortstop. You put him at third base. Who's a, he's a Gold Glove third baseman, not Gold Glove shortstop. Are there positions that are more? No, he did play better shortstop for the Dodgers yeah. than he did for the well, Orioles. He played. He he. I mean, it really broke it down. From what I gathered, it's just when he played shortstop for the Orioles. He played the ball, and when he played for the Dodgers, he played the pitch, which okay. is why he was able to have more glove plays, if you will. Coaching. Are there positions that are more valuable than others? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, it's way more important to have a goal. It's way more important to have a good fielder in the middle than it is on the corners. The hot corner. I mean, cause third base is the hot corner. That's all off reaction. If you're in the middle, it's off of speed to- and. It's, Most likely death perception. You learn your too. you learn your pitchers. You learn what their their gives are. You learn you learn catcher signs and all that stuff. And you, you more do homework get on players. Down a second. It's just like in the outfield. In the outfield, if you go to an MLB game and you watch, every outfielder has a little card in their back pocket. They pull out for everybody that's in the lineup or might be in the lineup that night. Where they hit, where their spreads are, where they need to go, and that's where one you see. Like we did it when we went to the Phillies game. When they were playing the Nationals. Reese Hoskins. Somebody would come. Adam Eaton would come up to bat. He would take out his card, he'd look up at Adam Eaton's number, and he would take five steps to the left and move in a couple feet. I've actually never paid attention to that. I think I'm going to have to start looking at yeah, that. Yeah, and then you, know, you don't see it on TV a lot because well, on they, TV they your focus, cameras aren't focusing to the outfield as much. Because um, Nick, every time I watch a Phillies game, at least twice a game, Nick, I, they, I see Nick Williams doing it. Yeah. Um, granted, I'm not a Nick Williams outfielder fan. <laughs> he can hit, but he scared the fuck out of me in the outfield. Um. Because Reese Hoskins, I always thought he wasn't a terrible outfielder. He just doesn't have the speed. He doesn't have the recovery time. That's why Reese re- Hoskins is good. If if Reese Hoskins can read the ball right off the bat correctly, he'll get there nine times out of ten. But if he's got to chase the ball, he's it's gonna it's gonna be a single. Every and time. that's why the Andrew McCutcheon trade signing is so big, is because Andrew McCutcheon knows how, he played the outfield his whole career. Reese Hoskins got thrown out there because there was no position for Carlos Santana. For your first, like for your first baseman, it, it works way better when your first baseman is a Gold Glove defender and all that jazz. But it doesn't have to be like Jose Abreu for the White Sox has a good glove, is a good fielder, but he's not a Gold Glover. He's not gonna, he's not dive, stabbing balls out of the air and stuff like that. Like that's not what he does. 
but he's a serviceable fielding first baseman. He doesn't make errors on the bag, and he hits well. Your first baseman, you know, is your power. I mean, unless you're the fucking Pirates and you like John Jaso. But your first <laughs> baseman is, you know, generally your power guy, your 3-4 hitter type of deal, and he doesn't have to be like an absolute stud at field. Perfect example, Ryan Howard in his prime. Terrible defensively. But it was okay to put him there because the guy fucking hit 45 home runs. The first baseman doesn't matter. And that's what Reese Hoskins is doing there now. He doesn't have to worry about all the metrics. He just has to worry about playing first and hitting the ball. So you guys have talked about how uh, if Machado's going to go somewhere, he may pay, play a different position depending on where he goes. Machado wants to play shortstop. Machado, that's what, Machado isn't... I don't, I don't see Machado saying, like... Say, like, the White Sox offer him $275 million, and then the Phillies offer him $280 million. If Machado, say Machado wants to play for the White Sox, I don't, I can't see Machado going. If you give me two ninety, I'll play third. Like Machado wants to play short. That's his goal, and that's why I don't think Machado is going to end up in Philly or Chicago. I think that the, I think Chicago is very happy with the defensive um, quality that they've gotten from Tim Anderson and the hitting, the leadoff hitting capability. Tim Anderson can't play second. I think they're happy with what they have at second base right now. Um, I don't. I just don't. Tim Anderson's not going to be any. He's not a guy that goes anywhere else. He's not an outfielder. He can't play the outfield. So I, I just don't see them getting rid of the money that they've spent on Tim Anderson. For, for, for Manny Machado, Machado to play third, it's going to cost them three hundred and thirty million dollars. Right. How hard is it for a player to switch position like that? It depends on the position. Not hard. Like, like Manny Machado is a Gold Glove third baseman. He's one Gold Glove there. He's phenomenal he makes so if he's plays. so good why does he want to play shortstop because he likes it better he's more involved okay and baltimore didn't have a shortstop so they're like fine no problem I mean, you, you can go you can play you can play third base and go an entire series of never getting a ball hit to you and then the next game and get 16 shots at you and the, the deal is is like it's, it's, it's a reactionary corner it's you're not when you're playing third base you're never reading the pitcher and adjusting to where it's going to go. You're either if someone's on base, you're playing near the bag. If someone's not, you're playing more towards short. It's okay. just it, it's all reactionary. Interesting. Uh, happening today, I believe, was uh, Michael Brantley signing in Houston. Um, perfect fit. Perfect fit. Uh, you know, he's an old veteran guy. You know, he kind of kind of fits this sort of mold that they're 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 building. Um, not that the team isn't already so built. What but they did was replace Josh Reddick. Michael Brantley, way better average hitter, way better contact hitter than Josh Reddick. He didn't have the power, but you don't fucking need that from them. Right. Astros are that scrappy team that's just going to base hit you to death. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a good fit. Um, we touched on this already slightly. Uh, Wilson Ramos uh, to the Mets. As a fan of the player, I'm very happy about it. Um, you for them because they've been looking for a catcher. Catcher has been kind of the thorn in the side of the Mets for a while. We've gone through <laughs> so many below-average guys, the Omir Santos of the world and whatnot. Uh, I, I think, though he's had his injury issues, I think it'll, it'll be a good fit moving forward. Don't know if it's backup being bad. Right. Right. And, you know, Ploiecki... We'll yeah. kind of be a pl- platoon guy. We'll see what happens. They might with carry that. three catchers because they always get hurt. Yeah. White Sox bolstered their rotation and got a first baseman. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, like, they got Yonder Alonso, um, who was the um, brother in law of Manny Machado. I don't know if that's a, like, a ploy to get him there, but. 
He's what if he hates Sunday him? dinner? <laughs> if, if they end up keeping Abreu, it's going to make Abreu DH. Yeah, I know there's a better defensive first base. But oh. Nova it helps bolster their the, the Nova thing was big. They gave up a prospect and what cash. international cash. Fucking international pool money's been crazy the last few years. <laughs> yeah. Garrett Richards <coughs> going down south. Whatever. San Diego. He's missing this whole year. Hey. They sent him to a two year deal because he's not pitching this year. The San Diegans. Do you have Tommy Johnson? They're there? gonna be yeah. very happy when he's thirty three years old. Trust Dude, me. he does that. Like every team, like like last year with Drew Smiley, who got a two year deal for the Cubs. Somehow he's on the Rangers. <laughs> Don't remember him going there, but he's on the Rangers. That team, that team kind of sucked. Uh, Joe Kelly to the Dodgers. I don't know if we touched on that already. Uh, it's a good know. move for them. I think Boston screwed up letting him go. He was good out of the bullpen for them, especially in the playoffs. Yeah, well, I mean, there's always this theory, like, why why dismantle the team when you won? But, you know. Well, it's not that they dismantled it. They just no, got rid of all the good bullpen players. Well, when... bullpen's important. I mean, yeah. They, they can't afford it because they're already, they got fined so much money going over the luxury tax last year. Well, they it's because they've been over for so long. Now, now, now they're talking about them trading Bogarts and Bradley. They try and trade Bradley every year. Yeah, well, uh, it's never going to happen. Every year they try to. The Bogarts one would be interesting. That w- that would be an interesting move if they make that. Um, but it's just like, Red Sox can't afford all these guys. Kimber wants $100 million. Sorry, you don't He's not coming it. back. 80, I can see. But 100, no way. <laughs> What's the average contract for a superstar in baseball? It It depends. It depends on the position and depends on where you go. Yeah, hundred fifty. But that's that's just a number. I mean, over uh, how many like, years? Like, like five. Like I'm saying for position players. Yeah, pitchers is usually like hundred because there's more of a chance of you getting hurt. Great, it's still a large amount of money, but but it's like if you're a good closer, I mean, you can get the big time. I mean, you're not going to get thirty million a year, but like Kenley Jansen got five for hundred. Yeah. Even that's high. I mean, that's high. But, you know, he, the guy's been dominant for how long? Oh, yeah. But, yeah. The year of the catchers continues. Brian McCann going back to Atlanta. That's <laughs> a backup McCann. Move. Yeah. And uh, Kurt Suzuki going up to play in Washington. You know what, you know? though? <laughs> what What do I know? That that signing is very big for the Nationals. How so? Their, their hitting catchers last year batted 200 and 201. Together. Kurt Suzuki can at least give you 240. I know that's not good, but it's a hell of a lot better than what they had. And he's a good defensive catcher. I suppose. I suppose I agree with that. Because would you rather have him or Spencer Kilboom? Not him. We saw him last <laughs> year. He struck out four not times. I, I do not want him. Hey, I saw Ryan Howard strike out five. Yeah, so have I. In the same game. It <laughs> was too. hilarious. A uh, pair of Souls' favorite players, Lonnie Chisinau to the Pirates. Yeah, that's whatever. And Lance Lynn to the Rangers. Lance Lynn was a mistake. <laughs> um, that's all you have to say about yeah, that. Three for 30 for a guy that struggled hard last year. I'm sorry, but you're. Rich, but why did they even make that sign? Couldn't they, they're going to suck. <laughs> I mean, three for 30 in the world of baseball it's not bad. isn't, isn't that much. Four. He can be their one. 
you know, I mean, if you if you have a starting pitcher making ten million, that's that's realistically like on the low side in the grand scheme. And Lonnie Chinson Hall was just a fourth outfielder, whatever type of that's that's a, that's a pirate type move. Yeah, <laughs> and at this stage in the game, that's kind of basically all we've seen from major major players uh, kind of making moves. Um, it's still it's still very early yet. I don't. I think everyone's still waiting. Excuse me on this on this Harper Machado thing. That, that, yeah, that's going to be when when these signings happen. It's going to be like that's all we're going to hear about for the next until the season that, starts. We see that every baseball offseason. There's always the you know one or two big big name free agents, and then once they go, the rest of the chips fall and everyone signs and. It's just kind of how it works in baseball. Well, I think, too, I can't – I don't know. How old is Machado? 27. 27. 86, the, yeah. the, the older of the two. This is kind of like the, where these guys are going to sign. We, we might think this is where they're going to play the chunk of their career to the end. Is That was kind of what the theory is. I I don't think either guy gets that 10-year deal. Why do you? I don't think we're going to see seven. that. But I think we'll definitely see Six, upwards, seven. upwards of seven. I don't know if anyone's going to sign a, a 10 year like Cano again. It, it, it doesn't happen anymore. There's a rumor that the Yankees are offering him one year for 50 with a player option. Oh, my God. That's the rumor for the Yankees to get Machado. One year for 50 for a player option. Wait, what would the player, have a option, player option for a year? Yeah. Well, it, it, like. All right, I'll take the 50, but I'm not playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take those options all day. I like, wish Ward gave it, me that option. It would option. be like, probably like a. So, a two, like a two year deal with a player option for the second year? Something like that, yeah. See, but that's the thing. I, I don't think either guy, I think they want the years. Especially, I mean, they both have injury histories. They're, they're both susceptible to injuries. So I, I think they're both looking to get, hey, I want five, six years so I know I'm getting paid over the next five, six years. Versus they don't they don't need that one-year <laughs> prove-it deal. You know, even, I mean, one year for $50 million, that, that's, that's insane. But I, I don't think either guy would go for that. And uh, we're gonna start a pool. Rita's gonna write down our prediction. Uh, we are we are all lovers of uh, Bartolo Colon. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> predict where he's gonna go. Whoever's closest team division geographically. Don't Ge- we'll do geographically. So we'll each pick a team, and then if he doesn't sign to one of those people's teams, we will do a map quest <laughs> of stadium to stadium. Whoever's the closest wins. Um, Unless of course everybody picks the East Coast and one person picks like the Padres. And he goes to, like, the Giants, then we don't have to map quest it. Mm-hmm. I hope so bad he doesn't retire. <laughs> I don't think he's Just gonna. keep going. I, I think he's... I want him to be the first, like, 55-year-old pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> I think he wants to spread his love to everywhere <laughs> he goes in the MLB. Here's the thing that's going to make me take a shot of private stock. I'm going to go ahead and get that ready. Who is he? Mass. All right, so this is Mass's last show. Mass, you just Thanks for coming heart. down. Actually, our last show <laughs> of the year. <coughs> Bartolo Colon. Where do you even start? Uh, how about with who the fuck he is? He's a big sexy sex guy, okay? He's a, he's a great big sexy. And when he hit that home run. See the guy from the Mets? He, he was, was on the Mets. Mets. Oh, hold on. I know who he is then. I know exactly who he is. No, no, kind of much like Al Capone fucked the Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Hooked one all the way into left field, yeah. right? Who was it off of? I'll, I'll, take, I'll take four shots of that. I don't fucking know. I know that he hit it into left field. He was playing on You're the Mets. You're not about to answer. Okay. I think he's going to play in Cincinnati for the yeah. uniforms. How old is he now? 
Fifty-nine. <laughs> I think he's like forty-three. <laughs> Forty-four. Yeah. My guess. Texas. Back to Texas. Texas. My guess. He's a pitcher. Likes the desert. Arizona. Mm. God damn it! That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Good logic. I like that. Those old bones. <laughs> Need that nice dry heat. <laughs> we can go to Seattle. They're gonna be bad. That's nah, too wet up there. <laughs> are the Braves? Have a hint. It's gonna catch a cold. <laughs> Do what the have, fuck? What are you talking about? Can we have a hint? Can we get a hint? For what? Bartolo Colon. Oh. You're going to play for a shitty squad. No, 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 no. 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 Like who for, hit, who hit the home run off of? Do have a hint? Yeah, he was a Padre. That doesn't help, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. It might. <laughs> I know one Padres pitcher. But I'm banking on that Padres pitcher being a White Sox now. Yeah, he is. Oh, so it's James Shield. Yeah. <laughs> Big game, James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Matt Albers hit a fucking game-winning double. I'm like 90% here. He should look for that up. No, I know where James Shields played for. Fucking what, he played for fucking what did he play for before the Padres? I don't know. I don't care about where he played for Anybody? before the Padres. I hate when Kyle does this. He played for two teams before the hey, Padres. Rockies and the Reds. No, played no. for the Rangers. No. All right. It was a Royal. He played for the Rays. He played for the Rays. Yeah, when he first started. That's okay, got... so fuck you. Take a shot. You said no. That's where anyway, I think that Bartolo Colon is a member of... The Marlins. Whoa! I can see that they suck. That's a lot of orange. Did the Bra- <laughs> did the Braves suck this year? No, no. they didn't. All right, then they he's going the to the Orioles. They played the playoffs. Well, that technically, doesn't count as a bad sentence. <laughs> no, hey. but that one does. <laughs> <laughs> Take the cake, there, buddy. <laughs> uh, he's going to the Orioles. All right, that's. Uh, a I good don't answer. want him in the East. <laughs> Why? You're get you can't root against them. I'm not going to root against If you him. root against Bartolo Colon, you have to drink a 750 of Jack Honey. Ooh, I died warm. when I did that. <laughs> All right, it wasn't warm, but... <laughs> I, got, I had a guy today tell me that he microwave scotch. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this yet. Feel it's, about not, it's not enjoyable. Private right. stock. What strong, else you got? Man. MLB talk. I mean, otherwise, oh, so that's, that's major you know, signings. So let's do that for all three of them. All right, so, Rita, could you grab a piece of paper and write down some... <laughs> okay. So we're doing this again, but for Harper and Machado as well. Okay. I like it. Get get our predictions in. So, Gilberto Solis, you being the most well-rounded. Whoa, 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 whoa. Shut the fuck up. I don't know if you got the idea, but I'm I'm, I'm building. I'm, I'm trying to buy time for Rita. You being the most knowledgeable baseball fan on the show. Um, not only about baseball, but about uh, Burger King coupons, Steelers. And larger than life women. Um, where does your uh, where's your crystal ball have Machado landing? Yankees. Then you go to the Yankees, huh? Yep. All right, all right, all right. I I also think the Yankees. Right, which team. which kind of hurt because I I don't want him on the Yankees, but I think they're gonna. Sign I think him. it's gonna be one year, five hundred million dollar deal. Wow. Yep. Player option. No, 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 no. Jeter <laughs> no. option. So, what does that mean? He's gonna talk it means Jeter gets to choose well. if he wants to suck his dick or not. Oh. Yeah. And Jeter's going to elect to suck the dick. Well, I'm okay if he goes to the Phillies, but I don't think it's going to happen. Red Baron? I have yeah. him going to the Phillies. Do you? I Good do. Man. I do. Uh, I think they got money to spend, and they just don't care. They're, they're, they're trying to win. Is there anything riding on this bet? Yeah, your dignity. Well, I don't have the name work. What, so. kind of, what kind of a shot show here? Shot, shot, bet. This is one of those things that we're going to write down and then forget about. Okay. So, <laughs> so no. All right. Got it. Um, 
Well, hold on. Let's 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 spice it up. Um, no, I don't want to. All three: Cologne, Machado, and Harper. All of them. Um, whoever's the furthest away, the winner gets to pick the furthest person away geographically's disgusting shot. All right. So we'll discuss the winners on the show, and then you have a week to prepare the disgusting shot. You will prepare the disgusting shot at home and transport it here. Bartolo's going to be the wild card in this one. (laughs) (laughs) This is miserable. I I wish I didn't ask that question now. Um, You know, there's a great new club out in uh, London. You should pick them. (laughs) The silly names. (laughs) Pick a team. I'm gonna the go. Best bet is to pick like the White Sox. It's pretty close to all of them. I was gonna say I'm gonna pick the uh, the White Sox or the Cardinals just because it's fucking geographically center. I actually think he ends up an in Indian. Cleveland? So I'm, go- I'm going with the Cardinals. Cleveland. Machado. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, I have a feeling Kyle really disagrees. That's with you. fine. I read. A, I, I was reading a couple Machado articles a couple a couple days ago, and I I read five articles of where would he play. I read a couple articles. Look, I I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm just asking. I'm I read five him. articles, and of the five articles, four of them had the Indians poised as the number one spot for him to land. Why? I don't. I didn't read that far. I'm, I'm just looking just, at where they think. Was he might that be. a article from the trade in line? Because that was a big rumor back then. Because uh, well, I'm just trying to think. Of, I mean, they have Jose Ramirez yeah, playing third, right? Yeah. And then Lindor. And we're allowed to win. That's probably from the trade deadline, guys. Jesus Christ, I, off my back. I'm not attacking. Guy opens his mouth for one MLB comment. Oh, Jose oh. Ramirez. In Give me the private second. Stock. Give me the private stock. Kyle, you're calling an Uber. Whatever. They're also looking what, to like. Kind what of the? Rebuild. What are you doing? You need to. I didn't drink any of it. All right. Fucking silly nannies on the show. <laughs> Are we trying? It, what? Does everyone you were have... saying something and then you stop? I forgot. <laughs> everyone has their machados in. Yes, I right. believe so. Well, I guess I have to go with the Indians. Who knows? You can change your answer. No, it's cool. Hey, he could go to the Indians. He co- I'm not, He's I'm visiting not, every team. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just making conversation. You know what? Fuck it. I don't even care at this point. I'm changing my team. Go on the silly nannies, huh? Huh? <laughs> the silly daddies. No, I'm just gonna say fuck it. He's going back to Baltimore. <laughs> You're wrong. Yeah. Imagine. Ah, let's bygones be bygones. <laughs> no, I'm finals are the Braves. That that would piss me off. <laughs> I'm sorry. And um, Harper, Bryce Harper, White Sox. I also think the White Sox. I've seen the White Sox. Atlanta. I've seen the Phillies. What? I've seen the Phillies like, hey, we can get both of these guys. And I think they do. And I'm going to not like it very much. Kyle, Kyle wants to kiss you right on the mouth. I know he does. Harper's going to the Dodgers. Harper is not going to go to the Dodgers. Phillies are going to sign Harper and Machado to 10-year deals and then somehow work out a deal Phillies. for Trout. For, yeah, for I was about to say. And, and then minimum. they're going to have Harper, Trout, and Machado. And still lose. I don't know about that. And they're going to get Rollins. Back out of retirement. Rollins back. <laughs> I'll be a killer coach somewhere. I'm sure he's coaching some minor league team somewhere. We got Mass playing Rocket League over there. Yeah, I don't listen. know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> I feel his pain. I said one thing. Anything else, Kenny? I had my dreams shattered. I asked they're, a couple. They're mean guys over no, there. You're mean too. I'm not mean. Just Dick, you thought what we what we said. Did, well, I, did, did, did Mass get the a balls to vocalize it? Uh, did who? Did Harper? I? Harper? Uh, Harper. Hmm. I don't think he's going to go over to the Dodgers. I also don't think he's going to end up at the Phillies. Um, Today. I'm going to say that he's going to end up 
back with Washington. This is just what I'm going to do this entire time. <laughs> Matt, good luck next week, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> They're not going to be signed by next week, buddy. You're going to start Watch off the it. new year <laughs> hammered. Yeah. Would you pick any other way? Mock picked the White Sox. White Sox. All right, so we're done. Hey, we're going to go to break early. Do we pick Cologne? Unless you have anything else you want to talk about. Quick score update, 7-6 Panthers. Let's go Panthers. I'm going to lose to Pat. Very nice. How? Because um, a lot of kicking points, a lot of defense points Very so nice. far. Can I have uh, Drew Brees' stat line real quick? Not enough. Uh, <laughs> he's under 100 yards passing. Does he have any I picks? F- no. And no touchdowns. I think Kyle's losing by like 10, right? 14. But who's counting? For free agents, there's been a lot of guys who re-signed, you know, like Hap and all that. Like, we don't need to talk about that. It's just like... I, it, I think the Hap signing is kind of important for the Yankees. Nothing's changed. I mean, it's fine. No, yeah. It's like, it's not like, oh, well, this is groundbreaking. Like, yeah, it, it's a necessity. And they got a guy they needed. Just, just a pitch against Boston alone. I think it was a good signing. Just for shits and giggles. I mean, it's all going to change when the signings happen. But right now, who's your World Series prediction? Right this second. Houston. Houston. No, no, no. Versus who? Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I, I, knew, no. I knew what you meant, too. Just since I'm a dumb person. <laughs> um, Houston Dodgers. Houston Dodgers. It sounds like a really shitty team again. Do, do yours. I'm still, still <laughs> thinking. <laughs> Uh, who, who do you have winning? Houston? I have Houston winning. Same for you? Yeah. All right. That's fair. I have the Yankees losing to the Braves in seven. Ooh. That would also piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying to, like, talk myself out of it, but I, I, I think Yankees-Dodgers. I do, too. Yankees are going to lose it. <laughs> Muck? <laughs> oh, Dodgers don't play oh, very well. I'd like to shout out to uh, um, Pat Kerwin. You know him? Yes. Does uh, moving the chains in the NFL series. We were talking today about the Lamar Jackson thing we were talking about earlier with the running and all that stuff. Do this before we go to break. I just really, really want to see somebody on this show really just start getting red in the face. So they're talking about Lamar Jackson, and they were talking about right all, all kinds of stuff. And they're talking about all his running attempts and like the how he's thrown for 136 yards. And he's like, he's winning games, but like how long can they keep this up before he gets hurt? And all they had to all they had to say was. You know, this guy reminds me a lot of a quarterback that really honestly sucked, and that's Tim Tebow. And that <laughs> was the greatest thing I heard in the he past 26 years. <laughs> we will be back in about 10 minutes. In that time, we will have Mock's Mix Match Mashup. We'll have Riddler's Rankings, the topic. I need someone to come up with a topic real quick before I'm done talking. We're also going to be doing Mass Trivia, which I expect everyone to get almost all of them wrong. Um, I don't think you're going to get one. more than two, right? I think Kendall will get this one right. I think he'll win this. I think so? I think so. Um, Kyle was in a bit of a pissy mood last week, so I think I'm up two to one right now. Or it's tied one to one. Week. Huh? What? You didn't definitely win last week. You, you really wrote down the wrong. Though. You had the Cowboys written down twice. Yeah, but like, you guys took me in a very bad state of mind. <laughs> and you went and lay down in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't he, do that. He pretended to run away. But, um... We'll be back in 10 minutes. We'll do mix, Mox Mix Match Mashup. We'll do Mass Trivia Riddler's Rankings, which is going to be... Top 10 Bedford Kickers. What? No, what? <laughs> Your top 10 Ravens. All oh. time? Yeah, since, like you've been, right since, now. since you've been watching. Oh, God. Do, do five. Top five. <laughs> Just to make it a little easier. Gross. 
Terrell right. Suggs better be on that list. I need, top some, five I need, Ravens. I need some stuff to complain about. <laughs> All right, hey, top five Ravens. And uh, we're also going to be back with Souls' pick. And we'll discuss, discuss, we'll discuss what that is when we return. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I am joined by the mass, Chris Massey. What up? And nobody else. Just me and Mass for the next hour. Everybody all right, else let's left. go. We're all a bunch of degenerate douchebags. So, fair. Yeah, I mean, guys, fair. how are you? Very well, thank you. And you? Well, I haven't well, worn well. the headphones in weeks. Sounds really weird with them. <laughs> um, it's amazing. I get about 16 degrees hotter when I wear the headphones. Yeah, I'd say so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't talk. I like that. Ruins the burp. Take it from somebody whose burp has made several intros. <laughs> um, so we're going to kick things off with the Twitter poll. Oh, Twitter poll. Oh, Machine oh, washable every week. Post a poll on Twitter for you to vote on. And he shares your results here. We discuss them slightly. Not not in depth, though. Cause yeah, I agree with that. Okay, honestly, moving on. Just like, fuck the listeners. Right. You guys, honestly, you're not the lifeblood. Right. Peter Pino's the lifeblood because he keeps the lights on. Okay. Now, nah, you guys are important. We love you. So, this week's question was... Who's better, Nolan Arenado or Tim Tebow? Who is your NBA MVP so far? There were four options. There were no write-in votes, so that didn't matter. (laughs) Option number one was LeBron James. Okay. Option number two, Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Option three, Kevin Durant. Okay. Option four, Giannis Attenacumbo. I vote four. Okay. Antler face. Antler combo, guys. My goodness. Is that who you vote, though? Is Antler combo? No. Who do you vote? Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Baron? It's only because he's a Raptors fan. (laughs) (laughs) That's legitimately the only reason. I vote Antler combo. Oh, oh, oh. I said Giannis. You said Giannis. Um, The way that voting worked here, I'll go from four to one. With 10% LeBron James. Good. 20% Kevin Durant. Good. 30%. Giannis Antetokounmpo. What? Antler combo or Antetokounmpo? Uh, 40% face. Kawhi Leonard. Ah, oh, no, gross. Antler face. Now, I don't know if it helps. We had 10 votes. I was just trying to see if I voted or not. <laughs> I feel like I did, but I don't remember. He definitely voted for LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I was trying to see if I could vote again. <laughs> if there was a write-in vote, I would have created a Twitter and put J.R. Smith. But we actually had this conversation I worked today. Someone was like, "Would you? Who would you rather be? Would you rather be J.R. Smith right now or Jay Z all time?" I was like, "I'd rather be J.R. Smith every day of my life." <laughs> that guy—that's a guy living his best life. He got a supreme tattoo basically to say "fuck the NBA." That guy's yeah. living his best life. Exactly. Tell a story. And about honestly, that. he's got the coolest basketball shorts I've ever seen in my life. All thirty NBA teams on it. Pretty cool. Tell me a story about why that tattoo means "fuck the NBA." Because uh, the players were wearing, like, Kelly Oubre did it. Um, I think Swaggy P did it. Uh, they were wearing, like, Supreme things. Yeah, Supreme branded sl- shooting sleeves and stuff like that. And in the NBA, you know, m- almost all sports, really, you are not you can't wear brand- other brands other than what's sanctioned by your league yeah. because you're not a fucking advertisement. Even though the NBA is selling their jerseys for advertisements. Oh, yeah, like NASCARs, right? They're selling, like, you can put a logo on it yeah, and stuff like that. Like, Orlando's Disney and shit like that. But... You can't just be branded left and right every which way from all types of things. Like, if you have a shoe deal, that's different. But, like, it was just recently that Puma was authorized to be shoes because so many players were signing Puma deals. Or wanted to sign Puma deals. But, like, you can't sign a deal with fucking, like... 
You can't just start like you can't sign a deal with New Balance and start rocking New Balance and get fined. Well, Kawhi Leonard just Kawhi signed did. one. Did he just recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah they were they were ripping on him pretty good for signing with New Balance. Why? Just just because like New you Balance know, is like every guy's dad shoe. Not not anymore. Why did he sign? Not anymore right? though. I wear a pair of New Balances to work and they're fucking dope. Oh yeah, they're good shoes. You know the thing though is, you know why I signed with New Balance, Kyle? Can you name me one other athlete that signed with New Balance? <laughs> So can you guess where all of New Balance's money is going? <laughs> yep. To Kawhi Leonard. Can you guess me who just got really upset in fantasy? You. Yep. Breeze threw a pick. Ooh, Ooh. good. Go fuck yourself. Moose and Muhammad? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I want the Saints to lose this game. Josh Norman two years ago. Um, all right. So that's the Twitter poll. Would you like to follow it up with Mox Mix Mash Mashup? Sure. Or do you want to take a break? No, we can do it. All right, Mox Mix Mash Mashup. Let's go break. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We'll be back in 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... I have here three different running backs. I'm going to give you their career numbers, and you tell me, you guess who they are and who you would want. Right, I'm going to I'm going to need fumbles though. Okay, is that in this? It can be. I'm going to give you career touchdowns, yards. I can do I can do receiving yards if you guys would like, and I can do fumbles. Now, just do rushing yards, touchdowns, and receiving yards. Okay. So, I'll, I'll let you guys know, all three running backs have been in the league three years. So, they're all active. They're all active okay. from the 2016 draft class. Oh, they're all from the 2016 draft yes. class? Yes. Oh, okay. Option number one. Hold on. I want to make sure I didn't read this season's stats. 2,116 yards with 21 touchdowns, 351 receiving yards, one receiving touchdown. Okay. Option number two. 1,292 yards rushing, nine rushing touchdowns, 679 receiving yards, six receiving touchdowns. And option number three is... 1,509 yards rushing, 14 rushing touchdowns, 376 rushing yards, one, or sorry, receiving yards, one receiving touchdown. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go with option one. That's what I'd want. Just from a, from a running back standpoint, I'm always going to want my running back to be better at running the football than receiving the football. Fair. I agree with everything he just said. B. A. Now, do you guys care to guess who is who? I don't even remember who came out of the 2016 draft class. 2016. Is that so Elliot's 20... draft? Yes. Because nope. Todd no, was 15. Elliot, no. uh, oh, you know what? Yes, it was. Todd it was. was. It was. 15. So, mm, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say A is Elliot. You're wrong. Oh, yeah. Um, no, Elliot's got way more than 2,000 yards. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's got to be... I can't remember who came out of the draft besides Elliot. I'm terrible with drafts. I know. I That's think, a Kyle thing. I think Henry was in the same year and yep. was Mixon? Was Mixon in the second no, year? Mixon was only drafted two years ago. Yeah. I'm going to go with A still. I, I don't have a guess. I don't. I, I'm not good with the drafts. Yeah, I don't know. All right. So here. I'm better with drafts. Here's the thing. I'm good with drafts once they get a decade old. <laughs> because the thing is, is you have the draft. Then you know well, who's it, around. Five years from now, everybody that – five years from this coming draft – Half the people drafted won't be playing. Yeah. So it's, it's just too many fucking people to keep track of. Right now, you know all the important names that were drafted in 04. All right, so. Right. Well, did you look it up? 
Huh? I was just going to say, <laughs> I'm not going to guess the names, but I will give you guys a list of the running backs. We'll just pick your person first. Um, well, I'll just tell you guys who's who. Yeah, just have them okay. That's all right. Go ahead. So, option A mm-hmm. is Derrick Henry. Option B... I didn't think Henry had that many yards yet. Well, yeah, the past two weeks he's accumulated <laughs> 350. Option B was Kenyon Drake. Oh. Option C, Alex Collins. <laughs> I picked the right one. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, I know. Collins I kind of threw in there. I liked the the Drake and Henry just just because Henry's the better runner, but you know today's NFL you see a lot of receiving running backs. I like that Miami had a pretty decent backfield because they had um, who do they fucking drink? Yeah, didn't Billy? Gorgeous get hurt though? Yes. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the year that they traded. That guy's uh, fucking killing it still. He. I want. I want to see him get to number one. I do. He might be. Who does he have to pass? Emmett. Emmett's one. He's. I think he's third now. He's top five. I know. That. How many? Is he fourth or third? Maybe fourth. If he's fourth, he's behind Emmett, Peyton, and Sanders. If he's fifth, he's still Did behind you really run Martin. I think Martin's fourth, right? No, LT's fourth. Martin's like fifth. Five, and because uh, Bettis was six. Right, because LT passed Martin and Bettis. Yeah. Greg Gore is number four with fourteen thousand seven hundred thirty-four yards. How far is he behind Walter Payton? Walter Payton's three. Walter Payton is two. Yeah, and no, he's how two thousand yards who's, behind him? Who's behind? Th- who's three? Barry Sanders yeah, is, is about 600 yards ahead of him. I think Frank Gore could pass that in a year. Walter Payton is 2,000 yards ahead of him. And then Emmitt Smith should be about, what, 280? 2,800? Or no, 2,500? Cam Newton no. just threw a pick in the end zone. Emmitt Smith had, or Walter Payton has 16,000 yards. Yeah. Emmitt Smith has 18,000. Frank Gore has 14. That's the thing. I think Emmitt Smith, for me, will never be considered the greatest rusher of all time because he just... He played out garbage years in, in Arizona just to beat the record, which I'm not taking anything away from him. He should have the record. He was a great running back. I just don't think he's one of the greatest running backs of all time. No, he he's just, one of the greatest running Emmett backs Smith. of all time. I don't, I don't think, think so. He's the greatest. I don't think Evan Smith, I, in, my, in my opinion, Evan Smith doesn't crack top five. For me, well, I guess what I, and I, I, I kind of agree yeah. with what Paul's sentiment is in the fact that if I was creating a team of greats, I think I would pick many running backs yes, over him. I agree with you. So, in my opinion, top five, not that this is about the rankings, but. In my opinion, top five runners of all time rankings. would be, in no specific order, would be Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, Adrian Peterson, O.J. Simpson. Ooh, nice. And Gale Sayers. In my opinion, our top five, top greatest running backs of all time. Galping Gale, uh, We're going to leave out Jim Brown. Jim Brown would be sixth. O.J. Simpson was like the first type of running back that – like all the running backs in that time, because hitting everything was a le- was a legal hit, but like OJ Simpson was the first type of guy that he was the person like Walter Payton was. He was gonna deliver the hit to you before you could deliver it to him, and that's why he was st- was able to stay up on his feet. That's why Walter Payton was so good. Walter Payton. That's what drives me nuts. Is like I watch a lot of these games. I see like Tariq Cohen. Is a perfect example. Is this game against the Packers? They were in the red zone when they settled for their last the last. Are you talking score about of the games? The kid turn up field. The field. No, it was last field goal. He threw the he threw a pass to Tariq Cohen on third and five. Tariq Cohen caught it a yard short, a yard short, and to avoid the hit, went out of bounds, and therefore was a yard short of the first down, and they settled for a field goal, which only put him up ten. Which I mean, granted, with the time left, should have been enough, and it was, but a, like Walter Payton never would have run out of bounds. No, I've, God I've, no. My Walter Payton Walter used to you, Walter Payton used to rush lower his shoulder into defenders three times his size, 
get destroyed on the way out of bounds and then get up with a smile. And that was the same thing with Barry Sanders, OJ Simpson. My favorite thing about my favorite play of Walter Payton's career was the play where I think he got touched by nine out of 11 chiefs before they finally brought him down. Mm-hmm. Just ran through everybody and just kept going. There was a run against the Packers that Walter Payton had, not to keep it this conversation going off topic, but there was a run that Walter Payton had against the Packers. I want to say it was in like 81 or something like that. Walter Payton broke a rush where he ran up the middle and he had two defensive linemen, one on each leg, got smashed into the chest by two different linebackers and still broke all the tackles and turned it up the house for 75-yard touchdown. You, you just don't see that in the NFL ball. anymore. The closest thing we've had in the past decade to anything like that is Marshawn Lynch. I agree. Hold my dick. Hold my dick. All right. <laughs> uh, Riddler's rankings. No, we're going to do you pick. Souls no, picks. You pick. All right, Souls. I'm going to give you... This is going to vary. I want to do this every week for you, okay? So sometimes we'll do it... We're going to do it three people who's had the... Dove or dial soap. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to three, it's gonna be three people. Kinda, it's it's going to be similar to Mark's mix-match mashup in terms of format. I'm going to give you three people. Okay, Sometimes it's going to be veterans. And it's going to be like, who's had the better season, who's had the better career, and who's the lock for the... You know, who's the, who's the number one lock for postseason or whatever, or for Hall of Fame. Or it could be rookies, all that stuff. So I'm going to give you rookies first. Okay, we're going to start with quarterbacks. So can I have your attention for this one? Can you focus off the game? So I'm going to give you three rookie quarterbacks right now, okay? Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, and Sam Darnold, okay? I want souls to pick who's going to be the best in 10 years, who's going to be the best next season, and who's most likely to make the Super Bowl. To go to a Super Bowl in their career. Okay. And I want souls to pick. All right. So here's the thing, though. They all have to be different. You have to pick each person once. It's like Mary oh, Fuck Kelly did it. Okay. Don't be a dick about it. <laughs> uh, ten years, I think Sam Darnold will be the best. Okay. And the Super Bowl will be Baker Mayfield. Next year. And then Josh Allen. Well, no, I'd be okay with that. Josh Allen. <laughs> okay. You think Josh Allen's going to have the best, best sophomore year? Yeah. You think Baker's gonna make it to the Super Bowl before any of them? Yeah. All right, I like that. I. It's hard to disagree with you because the Browns are so much closer than the other two teams, but I think Baker's gonna. I personally think Baker's gonna have a better sophomore year than Allen. But given that you have to pick everybody, I think I would pick the same thing, just well, because I think I, I think Baker's more likely to go to a Super Bowl than. than I Allen. think Josh Allen's actually gonna have pieces around him next year. I think I think Josh I I think. I think by 2021, the Bills are running the AFC East. Also, Josh Allen's won four games without anybody. Yes. Could you imagine if they kept Woods and Watkins? <laughs> so the thing that's tough, I mean, even with someone like Baker, is we, it's going to be interesting to see them next year because now you have the tape, you have time to prepare for them. It's just, I don't think Yeah, Baker's... but the thing is, is I think what the Browns have on their side it's not as great as Chicago, but tape doesn't help. Having enough tape doesn't help a great defense. You can't. No, I, I understand. But that's the thing is Baker is going, no matter how well teams plan against Baker, they're not going to be able to plan against the defense. 
Therefore, Baker's still going to have opportunities. Yeah. Teams have planned against the Bears. The beginning of the season, they stacked the box, blocked the run, made Mitch throw the football. The latter half of the season, the Bears weren't running the football as well. They guarded the receivers and made them run the football. And the, the Bears' defense has played so well that it's given the offenses extra chances to score and put up points, and they've done enough to win. My thing, And is I that, think that's what the Browns are going to be able to do for years to come. I think Baker Mayfield's going to make more mistakes. I think Baker Mayfield's going to have a Ben Roethlisberger-type career. He, th- he's a scrappy quarterback. Well, I think he's going to have a Ben Roethlisberger. I think that once he gets settled in completely and they, they have formulated pe- like life or career-long pieces, you know, season-long pieces around him, you know, maybe Landry stays there for the rest of his career, whatever type of deal. I think that he's going to be the type of guy that's going to be able to explode for four or 500 yards a game and six touchdowns, but I also think he's the type of guy that's going to throw ridiculously stupid interceptions. Baker I think Mayfield. he's he's not going to have the toughness that Roethlisberger has. He's going to trade the toughness for the mobility. But I think he's going to be a very Roethlisberger-type quarterback where he's either going to put up absolute gaudy numbers or he's going to have real questionable games. Does also that make sense? on what coach they got. Yes. Bruce if they stick with Greg Williams, he's going to suck next year. The Browns have the, the Browns are the most intriguing coaching job. I think so. 100%. Way more than the Packers. Why give it a Greg? I, I've heard team? so much stuff about the Packers. You, you're coming into a, an organization that has a quarterback that's got the ego of a fucking god. And you have to bring in, if you're an offensive-minded coach, you have to straddle that while coaching 52 other players on your team. If you're a defensive-minded coach, which I don't think they're going to do, you have to bring an offensive coordinator in that's going to be able to do that. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to listen to anybody short of the head coaching title. I think that the Packers job is enticing because you have the franchise piece, but there's a lot of holes to fix. My opinion, though, why get rid of Greg Williams? He's won so many games for you guys. No, no, the Browns. Because yeah. I think the I don't think the Browns will get Arians. rid of Greg Williams, and I don't think Greg Williams is going to. I'm I, saying as a head coach. I think it, no. get rid of him as a head coach. Put him back down to DC. I think no. I think the Browns. I, I think when it's all said and done, the Browns are going to hire a different head coach, and Greg Williams is going to stay on as defensive coordinator because I don't think Greg Williams is going to want to see his prodigy of defense with all that young talent and good draft picks fall into the hands of somebody else and be taken. Improper. Also, though, that defense, the way that they play, going to get burned. They're going to get burned, but they're still... They're blitzing defense, and they're not a blitzing-type defense. Yeah, but they still have... Yeah, but they also still have time to build in the draft. I think that that defense is going to be top-five defense for at least five straight years from 2021 to 2026. I just don't believe in... I don't think that... No, right now, I agree with you, and they have gotten burned. But I think they have time to bring in corners, and I think we're going to see a lot of free agents that look at Cleveland very differently this offseason. Absolutely. Speaking as somebody Especially given the fact that I'm... I'm given everything that's happened this season. I'm not definitely not sold on Lamar Jackson bringing yeah. the Ravens to a, a Super Bowl next year. I'm not sold on the the Steelers. Offensively, they have been inconsistent this year, and defensively, they haven't been able to stop anybody. That's and not true. They this, haven't been able to stop anybody in two minutes. <laughs> so when it matters, they've been able to stop anybody. Okay, so matters. they've had what three good performances in the top ten in both defensive categories. No, they're not. Yes, they are. I'll get up. Sure. I'll bet you three shots on it. All right. Mark, let's go. <laughs> Research. Uh, speaking as somebody who's had Greg Williams as a defensive coordinator for a few years, Greg, Greg Williams runs a very bend-don't-break defense. You have players that are going to take risks and go for it. He's not going to run a Wade Phillips scheme where it's all about man coverage and preventing the passes from being completed. It's all about taking the opportunities, and that's what's going to be run in that defense. Right. No question that, that I think the AFC North is perhaps going to be a different 
different look in we'll call it three to five years time. Um, I, I agree. They're top ten against the rush, not against the pass. What are they? I don't know. But Come on, not say top ten. <laughs> they're not top ten. I follow NFL stats page. They update it every single day. I think the Browns are definitely a, they're a, top. A they're top team. ten in total yards against. <laughs> Does that count? No, but they're top. They're they're one, two, three, four. They're sixth in run, and they're mm-hmm. not top ten in pass. All right, Paul, shut the fuck up. Like Kendall talk. They're oh. also not. T- they're also not top ten in points against or takeaways. Kyle, they're top ten and they're number one in sacks, and they're top ten in rushing yards. It dropped after this week. Hmm. It dropped after this week. Well, we're talking now, so yeah, I got that. <laughs> I'll right, do... So whatever, whatever. So Here. the Browns. Oh, I, got here. No, we'll do one and a half each, they, I, I didn't think they were top ten against the rush. I would have guessed pass versus rush also. No, no, God, no, never pass. No. The secondary is atrocious. Sorry. Yeah, atrocious is just this. They if, give uh, the big play too much. Sorry. Uh, sorry. If, we, if we had uh, Hayden it would like like six years ago and like, you know, he's Good got players. the better presence, but like... He's a little slower now. He's still a great corner, but he's a little slower now. Like I think that would kind of sure up the issue. Yeah, if we had no. Khalil, if we had Khalil Mack and Kyle <laughs> Fuller was playing this way when Jay Cutler was there with that offense, we probably would have went to the Super Bowl. My, yeah. Fuck you! Who who talks like that? No, but no, no, listen, their issue listen. is their safeties. Sean Davis is fucking bad. Davis, and Burnett, you, you know, guys he, need to draft some of them Crimson Tide safeties. Because let me yeah, tell the you, last one that got drafted. Let me tell you something right now. He's not going to be in consideration, and it drives me nuts. But when you sit down and you look at the NFC Defensive Player of the Year, if they if they pick five players, three of them should be Chicago Bears. Yes. Kyle Fuller, Eddie Jackson, and Khalil Mack should all be in that discussion. Yes. And I will take – this is my hot take of the week. Khalil Mack deserves Defensive Player of the Year over Aaron Donald. It's going to be one of them. I, I think he deserves it over Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald has the sacks and nothing else. Khalil Mack has forced more fumbles than seven other teams. I think they're 1A and 1B. Teams. Khalil Mack has forced more fumbles than teams have. Khalil Mack is better in every defensive category except for passes deflected than the Raiders are. (laughs) Every category. Sacks, forced fumbles, pressures, hits, tackles for losses. He also has a better defense around him than Aaron Donald does. It doesn't matter. Because they played two different positions. Defensive tackle is different from defensive end. Yes. Okay, but de- but as a defensive tackle, Aaron Donald's leading the league in sacks. No, I get that. I'm just saying. That's like, why they're type. They're one sacks one. But, is... but I'm saying is, I understand what you're saying, but Aaron Donald's job as a defensive tackle is to get tackles for loss and force fumbles, not get sacks. He's getting sacks. I don't I don't know what his forced fumbles in the yards and tackle for loss. fumbles in... But I'm willing to bet Khalil Mack has more forced fumbles. Yes, I would agree with that. As a defensive end, Khalil Mack's not there to force fumbles. He's there to get sacks. And he's, I mean, he's got 12 and a half sacks. It's considered a down year for him, which is insane to think about. At 12 and a half sacks with two games to go, he's having a down year in terms of sacks. <laughs> but he's got seven forced fumbles. That's crazy. Uh... I also want to throw this stat out there. You know who didn't get enough love was Charles Tillman? Do you know that Charles Tillman... Ready for this one? Charles Tillman had double-digit more forced fumbles and interceptions for his career. Yes, that I knew. He had more forced fumbles than Ray Lewis. Yeah. Ridley Less Rangers. murders, though. <laughs> well, we don't know that. That's right, true, I so guess. That I is just, fair. I just want to talk about your forced fumble stat real quick. Um, Khalil Mack has six. He's okay. tied for the league lead with two other people. In Who are? D. Ford and J.J. Watt. Okay, so not Aaron Donald. Not Aaron Donald is right behind him with five. 
so it's not six. No. Okay. Maybe some years. Maybe next year. We'll see. When we get a middle line, I, I think they're one A and one B. They play different positions. They're the most valuable pieces yeah. on their team. See, my thing though is, is I don't think they play different positions. To be honest with you, I really don't. Aaron Donald is a defensive tackle that's got defensive. He's got defensive tackle build with defensive end abilities. He doesn't have a defensive tackle build. He's like five inches too short, and he's got defensive six... tackle build. He doesn't have defensive end build. He doesn't have a defensive end build, but he's too short and too small to be a defensive tackle. Mm, it's working for him. <laughs> All right, moving he's, on. He's pretty good. <laughs> All right, Riddler's rankings. So, what are we doing? Top five Ravens since I've been watching football. Yep. All right. I'm curious. Terrell sucks. Terrell sucks. Terrell sucks. Terrell sucks. And Terrell. Uh, sucks. I mean, it's it's hard to look past it. Oh, but number five is I, I got to give it to Joe Flacco, the guy who won him a Super Bowl. <laughs> I have to. I'm sorry. I'm just laughing. The guy. Well, the guy brought him to. The guy won him a Super Bowl, and he's brought him to numerous playoff appearances. Elite. He's not elite, but he's brought him to. He's brought. I don't know. His his contract is what killed him. Yes. If he he took that big monster contract and it dismantled the team around. No. Can you blame him for taking that contract? No, not at all. I mean, they gave him a lot of money. He won the Super Bowl. That that's fine. But the thing is, they weren't able to. They're not able to sign other people, but they could have brought in better pieces at the same prices than what they did. Yes. The best pr- the best thing that they've given him since Anquan Bolden was a thirty four year old Steve Smith. Well, Smith was good with the Ravens. I'm saying the best thing they've Ozzie had him since, a- since Anquan Bolden was a thirty four year old Steve yeah. Smith. Ozzie Newsom dropped the ball in the last like five drafts. So number five is Joe Flacco. Number four, <laughs> I'm going to give it to Terrell Suggs. Um, he's just been a consistent, absolute defensive monster. He gets to the quarterback. He makes offensive tackles and guards look silly every single week. He's just always been a force to be reckoned with. Uh, number three, I'm going to give it to Jamal Lewis, um, two thousand yard rusher, right? Yep. Um, he was a very, very important piece to that first Super Bowl uh, championship that the Ravens were able to win. Uh, number two is anybody care to take a guess? Jonathan Ogden, Ray Lewis. Uh, same. No. And for me, number one is, is Reed. I would just switch the other two. I understand, but I, I think that I think Reed was. I can't believe. I, I think because Reed played with Lewis, he was extreme. What he did for the team was extremely overlooked because of Ray Lewis, and I, I think that Ray Lewis as a linebacker, and especially as an inside linebacker, he was an inside linebacker, right? He played uh, middle inside yeah, linebacker. He's right? a middle he, linebacker. Yeah, he was he, a middle linebacker. Right, he's a middle linebacker. Yeah. yeah. So Ray Lewis being a blitzing middle linebacker versus like a Brian Urlacher who was more of a coverage middle linebacker that occasionally blitzed. For Ray Lewis as a middle linebacker to get sacks, you had to have good coverage. Yes. Ed Reed was a big part of that. If they didn't have Ed Reed during that time, Ray Lewis doesn't get this doesn't rack up the sacks. My favorite play for Ed Reed of all time uh was against Peyton Manning. Um drifted off to the right side of the field as Peyton started to survey. As Peyton started to look, he came all the way back down around the field. Picked him off as he came back around and rushed it in for a touchdown. I think it was like a 67-yard interception. He, he was a good returner with the ball in his hand. You he know just... who I would change Flacco with? Justin Tucker. The guy won them more games than Flacco has. Flacco won him a Super Bowl. Right. One thing I will say to, to uh, is, I mean, I, I, I like your list. It's good enough for me. Um, it's like, it's, this is this is a poor argument, but it's like, the Broncos gave up that game versus the Ravens. Yeah, they did. They blew it. There's no business. The Ravens I shouldn't have been in that, that Super catch. Bowl. I agree with you, but it is what it is. At the end of the day, 
I know. I know. I know. It doesn't matter who. Here's, was, the, here's the deal. That was still Everybody, one of legendary Super Bowls. Everybody's opinion though. of Rex Grossman, even if it's not that much different, would be different if the Bears had won that Super Bowl. If the Bears beat the Colts, everybody's opinion of Rex Grossman would be slightly different than it is. No, for sure. Even if it's only a little bit towards the better side, I, I totally his opi- agree. everybody's opinion would be different. I totally agree. Everybody's opinion of Nick Foles is different because of last year. Hold on. We Fair? have a score update. Trent Dilfer? We have a score update. No? We have a big play update? <laughs> No. We have an update that there is nothing going on. <laughs> well, the problem is we have two people that are just watching the game with facial yeah, reactions. This is, this is a live radio show, by the way. Well, uh, to be listened I mean, to later by people all Breeze, around the world. Breeze hit like a long pass, and Ben Watson just dropped That's it. That's a fumble. Covered anyway. All right, so I'd like to get some opinions real quick before we get into mass trivia. We still have a little I think, over I think a half you should hour. dye your hair. Yeah, I'd love to. Orange. <laughs> So these stats that I have right here, because they're not they don't they're not all completely updated because we have a Monday night game going. So these are the stats going into the Saturday games. This is not counting any games that have been played. So I'd like to get your guys' opinion. I'm gonna give you guys the top five in all defensive categories. Because I've I've read some articles, I've listened to I listen to a lot of NFL radio during the day while I'm driving from an account to account at work. I want your guys' opinion before and after I read the stats. Right now, who do you think is the number one overall defense in the NFL? Chicago Bears. Chicago. 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 Okay. Now, I'm going to read you guys the stats because I've heard a, it's been basically it's been between the Ravens and the Bears. Mm-hmm. And I want to read you guys the stats and see if you guys change your opinions. So, the first thing I want to go with is total yards against. Okay. So, top five, starting at five, is the Vikings at 323, the Cowboys at 313, Bears at 309. Ravens 293, and then Bills at 290 for total yards against. We go to rushing yards. It then goes to, from 5 to 1, Texans, Ravens, Cowboys, Bears, Saints. Passing yards against, it goes Vikings, Cardinals, Ravens, Jaguars, Bills. Bears are number 10 overall. Now, just because you guys all said Bears, I'm going to include them if they are in the top 10. Points against Texans, Titans, Bears, Cowboys, Ravens. Is this going from 1 to 5 or 5 to 1? 5 to 1. 1. Sacks goes Broncos, Bears, Saints, Chiefs, Steelers. And then takeaways goes Redskins, Dolphins, Rams, Browns, Bears. Rams Rams are in the top 5 for takeaways? As of week, last week. That doesn't sound right. Not counting this week. You guys had 25 takeaways. That still doesn't sound right. Although we had like 4 against the Chiefs. I I look at it and I, 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 I think to myself that... I think the Ravens, I, I agree with all of you. I think the Bears are, and I think you guys would all agree that after all the stats, I just read the Bears are still the number one defense overall. Right. Because they're in pretty much top five for everything yeah, except they, for... Every category they were listed. Except for passing yards against. That's the only category defensively that they're not top in. But I look at the Ravens, the Bears are ahead of Raven. The Bears are just behind the Ravens by about 15 yards and yards against. They're ahead of them by over five yards in rushing yards. The Ravens haven't beaten passing. Points against the Ravens are the best at 18.5 compared to the Bears 19, so take it for what you will. But then you get into these other categories, the categories people don't always talk about. But sacks, the Ravens are 38 to the Bears 40. And that's not counting the four sacks. The Bears. I don't know what the Ravens' sack total was. But that's not counting the Bears' four sacks against Green Bay. Steelers are actually number one in terms of sacks. And then you get into takeaways. The Ravens aren't even aren't even in the top ten. And the Bears have 34, and you add another one to that compared for the Packers. 
We both got thirty-five takeaways in the season, which I don't. I don't know how many. How many takeaways do the Browns have this week? Do we? Anybody have any idea? They, did they force a turnover this week? I don't remember. They had okay, two. Man, check real quick. They had two. Yeah, they had two. So if they had two, that means the Bears are still plus five on them in turnovers. Which two weeks ago they trailed them by three. We didn't well, help matters by throwing you four. So it's just my thing is is I think when people look at overall defense. I think they look at yardage and not the overall statistic. And I think that bugs me a lot just because, you know, Mark and I have talked about it. He wants me to get excited as a Bears fan. And I will when the postseason comes around. And the only reason I say when the postseason comes around is because I kind of want to see how these last two weeks play out. Because I think if the Panthers are able to pull out this victory tonight, the Bears still have a lot to play for. The Bears are pretty much locked in at this point as the division winners and the three seed. But if the Saints lose tonight, the Bears are a game behind both teams for a first round bye. Yeah. And the Saints don't have a cakewalk to the end of the season. They got still got a I have a theory if you guys are willing to listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If Josh Allen ever got hurt, okay, the Buffalo Bill would be fighting for the six seed. If Josh Allen got hurt? Ne- never got hurt. Oh, never got hurt. Like got back hurt. in the beginning of I the agree season. With you. Yeah, that Buffalo Bills defense is insane. So let me let me say let me say this. I agree with you to an extent. I think if the if Josh Allen never got hurt, I think the Bills would be in the Cleveland Brown shoes, where they're fighting for a six spot, but they need a lot to happen outside of them winning yeah. games. But like they, they still be in it, like mathematically, still, be in mathematically the they'd still be in it right now. Yes, and that's the thing that I think in I don't think it's touched on enough. Uh, uh, enough for like I've listened to a lot of podcasts and a lot of stuff where there's a lot of biases much like there are for us I mean we, we, we have biases we're fans and, and that's hard to take we're not professionals we didn't coach we didn't play so it's hard to set those biases aside but I think that even with the two Steelers fans in the rooms I think it is extremely exciting that entering with the, with the Saints Panthers game about to, to end in the next what half hour or so Probably Twelve minutes hour. left in the third. Right. What's the score? Twelve minutes left in the third. Seven six. Yeah. Still. All right. Yeah. So with about two hours to go. <laughs> no. But um, what time are we recording till? What time did we start? Eleven. Seven forty. Like seven thirty eight. Okay. So are we, are we stopping at ten thirty? So no. Confused. We'll go a little longer. We can, well, anyway. we can go whatever we want. I know games usually end eleven thirty ish Sunday yeah, Monday it's night. A slow game, huh? Yeah. But anyway, I I think it's even. I think it's fair to say. I, Kyle would be the one that would be more disagreeing. I know Kendall would be more agreeing about it. But we're about to enter week 16 of the NFL season. And, guys, the Browns are still mathematically able to it. make the playoffs. I am so happy yeah. about this. If the like, Browns won the exciting. Super Bowl in the next year. That's exciting football. I, you, you, look at, you look at what's happened, and, I, and nobody This nobody is the most exciting football has been in years. I know Kyle was on the train from week one, and not all of us were. But For there's the no person in this room, and I don't think there's any person – outside of the Colts organization that could have predicted that Andrew Luck was going to have this kind of season. No. Nope. Kyle, no, you didn't predict you couldn't have predicted this kind of season. You could have. <laughs> but you did. But you didn't. But I did though. But you didn't. You I said, said he would have an MVP type year, did I not? No, you just said he was going to have a good year. You didn't say MVP. The reason why I say this is because Andrew Luck is it's more than his like he has a great arm, great everything. He's just a winning quarterback. I I to be honest with you didn't think he was going to make it through the season. But the I. thing is, is like, I, and you look at the breakdown of the season, and, and you look look at this year, and you look compared to last year. So, since I figure we'll record a little late, so I'll, we'll talk about this. So, right off the bat, we'll go through the NFC. Saints, 
I think the Saints had high expectations to be good, correct? Yes. Everybody here would have had the Saints to make the playoffs. Yeah. Their defense okay. was But the Panthers, everybody here would everybody here have had the Panthers poised to make the playoffs? Yeah. I did. Yes. I had them kind of wild the, card would have yeah, been wild you card them? fringe. Yes. Okay. It's an even year. I always would say you, that. But wild card yes or no? No fringe. Yes or no? Would you have had them poised to make the wild card? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. And right now they're not. Yeah. As of right now they're not barring whatever happened in this game. Easily could be though. Easily could <laughs> be, but they went on a real bad Watch. skid. Okay, and so that, that right there, and then Atlanta with all the injuries. Would you have had Atlanta pegged as a wild card, if not division-winning team? Why? Because no. I just didn't. I, I don't really believe in Matt Ryan. I If they didn't have the defensive injuries, they would have. I believe in Kenny O'Neal and all them. I do. I ask the question every year. Do if they, they, had, you if see they three teams ha- in the NFC South? And going? I don't like to play the what-if game and blah, 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 because football is football. But it's next man up mentality. But if they didn't have the defensive injuries, I guarantee that Atlanta would have been in a wild card spot. I think the offense hit a rut because the offense was on the field so much. And you don't hear I that think a lot. Steve Sarkeesian you, is your the defense problem. didn't play so well because they're on the field all the time. But you look at Atlanta's defense, they give up so many big plays, the offense is right back on the field. And your wide receivers get just as gas as cornerbacks yeah. do. Well, you know, your offensive linemen get more gas than defensive tackles do. Your defensive tackles are doing. All the pushing. Your offensive linemen are doing the bench press. For me, like when I look at like the scouting combine and all that shit, you look at the bench press. For me, a defensive tackle that can bench press the 225 mark 35 times doesn't mean anything compared to an offensive tackle that can do it 35 times. If you have an offensive tackle that can do it 35 times versus a defensive tackle, that guy has moved up at least 15 spots oh, yeah. over the defensive tackle. Because yes. your offensive lineman almost every time is in that bench press type formation. When, a person. Is, yeah, <laughs> when is a defensive tackle ever in a bench press formation? You know, the two positions that means the most for me for the 225, your linebackers and your offensive linemen. Because your linebackers are the ones that are coming down, and they are no longer the ones. The offensive linemen are the ones at that point that are coming in charging, and the linebackers are have to push them off. Your defensive tackles are always have the step above them. They always have the step. Because, I mean, the only offensive lineman that doesn't back up right off the bat is the center. Everybody else backs up and forms the pocket. Yeah. But getting back to the the, the whole NFL race. So right there, two teams that I think most of us, Mock says no on the the, rate, uh, the the Falcons, but I think the majority of us would have had the, the Panthers and the Falcons pegged for some sort of wild card contention. And right now it's looking like neither of them are going to be able to, unless the Panthers are able to pull off a win tonight. Yep. But, okay, so now let's go. All right. Okay. <laughs> So now, now let's, let's, too go much to, to drink. let's go to the NFC, NFC North. Did any would anybody here? Any would anybody here without glasses besides the Red Baron? Um, no, but but like honestly though, like if you pulled a hundred NFL fans, how many of them would have the Bears winning the division with the Vikings struggling and the Packers completely out of it? Zero. I think zero. Not I. And even if I pulled you, Mock. You said you you would have had the Bears winning it. You thought the Bears were going to win the division. I think I said the Packers were missing this year. But would you have had the Vikings and the Packers having the seasons they had? No, uh, no. I thought right. the Vikings exactly. were going to so, be better. But but and then you go to so the West. I think the West played out. If anything, the Seahawks were a surprise. I think that's fair. The Seahawks have been more. I think they were. This been was con- supposed to be a rebuilding year for them. But I think the Seahawks would have been contending, fringe contending, instead of dominating the wild card I, race. I had them as 
I thought they were going to be one of the worst teams in the league. I this did year. too. I really did. And then you go. They, to the, they've been a surprise. And then you go to the East. I I think everybody had the Giants poised for greatness and the Eagles poised for greatness with the Cowboys and the Redskins really struggling. And for the most of the season, it's been the Redskins Cowboys show with the yeah. Giants and the Eagles sucking. And then you flip to the AFC side of the things. The 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 Steelers. The Steelers haven't been Steelers. Ravens are making a literal push without Flacco. The Bengals for a while looked promising, but the Browns are still mathematically in it. You go to the East, you, there's a lot of promise for three teams in the East that have been absolutely shit on all year. Not to mention a Dolphins team that beat the Patriots. The Patriots are still poised, but the Patriots have five losses, the most losses they've had since 2010. 2009. And the, the first time, I'm pretty sure it's the only time since Tom Brady started for quarterback that they've lost two games in December. I think so. Now you go to the AFC West. The Chiefs, would, would you have predicted, you may have predicted the Chiefs win the division, but would you have predicted Mahomes does this? No. 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 Mahomes, Nobody not, predicted Mahomes. Not this. I said he was going to be good, but not this. Not this. Nobody but would have said on this. On the flip you side, said would you predict the Chargers? Would you predict the Chargers stayed consistent? No. no. Not at all. And at this point are tied with the Chiefs for the best record in the NFL? No. It's crazy. I thought the Raiders were going to be a lot better, too. Well, it's because you, you would like to sleep with John Gruden. No, I just think that the Raiders <laughs> they, have a lot of talent. This has been the, the best the, year of NFL AFC football. In... Kyle's, Kyle, we'll give it to Kyle because he, he did boast up Andrew Luck. But would you predict that Andrew Luck was this good this year? No. no I think no. he would have been really good. I think he would have had a great year. I, I didn't think he would have got hurt. But I definitely think I think that the rest of the team would have struggled. But they stepped up. Would you have predicted the Texans to be this good number two seed in the AFC? Yes. No. No, you didn't. Get out of here. <laughs> Texans, no, you do. If, if the Texans were to win the division, I would have had them pegged easily as the four seed at best. Yeah. I think well, for a lot of people, Jacksonville is like, hey, they're going to do this again. Yeah. Right, exactly. And then Jacksonville to be the way they did. So this year, honestly, this year, this is the most exciting NFL season I think that we have seen as fans in a very long time. Yeah. And, it, and the best part about it is it's not just counting teams in the playoffs. No, you yeah. look at it. The Bills very well could be in, if not very difficult to make, but could be in playoff contention if Allen never got hurt. The Browns mathematically still in it with two weeks to go. When was the last time that was a thing? 2003. When was the last time the Bears eliminated the Packers from playoff contention? 1950. (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, when when was the last time you saw a team as hot as the Minnesota Vikings gain a player as star-studded as they did at quarterback, and then struggle. Granted, I don't blame Kirk Cousins at all. I think it has to do with the offensive coordinating. But still. I got fired. And my thing is, and like you look at a player, Khalil Mack 100% helped the Bears' defense. But Khalil Mack is not the reason solely that the Bears' defense is playing the way they are. The Bears were a top-10 defense without it. Absolutely. And, And Khalil Mack is not able to beat Khalil Mack if the secondary doesn't cover. Kyle Fuller, in my opinion, was the biggest offseason move they made this offseason was not letting him leave. Yeah, we, we talked about that last week. But this, this is what I'm saying. This NFL season for me has been the most – even if things play out the way I think they're going to play out. And with that being said is that Saints won, Rams 2, Chiefs won, Patriots 2. I think that's the way it will all play itself out eventually. But even if it, even if it does play itself out that way. When was the last time the playoffs didn't go through Foxborough? I think that's going to be 2009. key. When was the last time the Packers weren't in the playoffs? 2009. When was the last time a <laughs> team... Last year. Well, I mean, but like, like with Aaron Rodgers. With Aaron Rodgers yeah. playing every game. 
I Never. You. I don't think have they missed the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers playing. Any I don't know off the top of my head. Perhaps to, when he first started, I couldn't even tell you. Uh, the biggest thing about this year that's caused all this is parity. You don't have the kings at the top of the hill anymore. You have people that are coming to seal those thrones. People that's are getting it. old. Is, is, especially because what's the score right now? Let's get a score update. 7-6. Seven, seven, six. Six. It's still 7-6 yeah. with what? Eight minutes left? Nine. Nine, nine minutes left. If the Panthers are able to hold on and win this game, you're talking about in the AFC having two teams within the same division sitting at 11-3. and three. You've got, and then you've got the Texans right behind them at 10 and 4. Right behind them is the Patriots at 9 and and 5. And then the Steelers are behind them with, honestly, beating the Patriots might be all the momentum they need to go on a little bit of a run. They're not going to, the ones, the bye week is pretty much improbable for them, but to go on a run nonetheless. Then you flip to the NFC, you look at the Steelers and the Rams, or the Saints and the Rams have been running the table all year. Now you look at it, if the Saints lose this game, you have the Saints and the Rams both sitting at 11-3 and three with the Bears at 10-4. and four. Yeah. The Bears play the 49ers and the Vikings. The Bears, barring they beat the 49ers, which they should, even though the 49ers are playing people tough, the Saints have two tough games. Because if they lose to the Panthers, I guarantee the Panthers are playing for blood week 17. Yes. And then the Saints, even if they are at home, still have to host the Steelers. Which I don't care how bad the Steelers are playing or were playing, or any of that, the Steelers are still the Steelers. The Steelers have been making the playoffs for a long time. They've been a good football team as long as the fucking two Steelers fans in this room have had a pulse. So, with that being said, the Saints don't have a cakewalk, and the Rams have been struggling. And even though they play the Arizona Cardinals, which I think they'll win, the 49ers, like we just said, play to compete. And it's a divisional game. We have potential to see some serious drama happen. With two weeks to go. At this point, we almost always see the one-two seed locked up. Yep. At this point, it's usually always the Patriots and some other team that's not the Steelers. Because the Steelers never really clinch themselves a bye. They always kind of get in at the three seed. And then on the flip side of things, it's usually like, the the for the longest time it was, or for a while it was Seahawks, Packers. Or Saints, or, or Panthers. You know, it, it changes. But the NFC we have some there. serious drama on our hands. The Chiefs have to go play a, a, a very, even though despite the loss, a very thriving Seahawks team on the road. But yeah, the Chargers have to play the Ravens. I, I, we're poised for a very, very yeah, dramatic. Very, very lap. exciting. Week 17 I don't think is going to matter as much, but we're poised for a very dramatic week 16. We're, we're anticipating this week kind of sets up everything. For the most part. Right. I mean, I, I guess. The thing oh, is, because the way I'm looking at it is if the Saints. I guess me for top seeding. If the Saints lose, Drew Brees has passed for negative five yards. Did he? (laughs) If the Saints lose today and lose to the Steelers and the Bears beat the 49ers, regardless of the Rams, both teams will be at that point 11 and 4. Okay? But if you look back on it, the Bears, everyone knows the Bears have the head to head against the Rams. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the Bears and Saints did not play this year. So after that, it goes to. Common opponents, which is conference record. The Saints lost to the Buccaneers. If they lose today, they will have lost to the Panthers. Did you guys play the Panthers? They lost to the they were lost to the Steelers. And who's the other team they lost to? Who the Saints? Yeah, Saints have only lost two Buccaneers. Right now, they lost to the Bucks early. 
They lost to the oh, Bucks. Right. Yeah. They lost to the Bucks early and they lost to the Cowboys on Thursday right, right. night football. So the, exactly that's what that's what I was thinking of. So they would have lost to three NFC opponents and the Steelers. If the Bears are able to be tied with them going into week seventeen, the Bears have only lost two NFC matchups. The Giants and the Packers. Right. So therefore, going into it, that would be a humongous week seventeen because not only would the Vikings not only would the Panthers have to or the Saints have to beat the Panthers, but the Bears would have to lose to the Vikings. And that sets up a whole different era because now you think about it, if the Saints lose this game, if it plays out, if the Bears have something to play for week seventeen, that's gonna be very interesting. As of right now, it's looking like the Bears probably would rest their starters week seventeen if you had to guess. Yeah. Limited snap counts. Yeah. But if the Saints lose tonight, and now they're a game behind both the Rams and the Saints with the tiebreakers over both, that opens up a whole new realm. It's very interesting. All right. So mass we, trivia? Huh? Mass yeah, we're going to mass trivia. I just figured we're trying to kill some time. I figured it was interesting yeah, to talk. No, I, I yeah. kind of anticipated more conversation. Well, you were hey, in the zone. You got you out of a good zone. role there. I was in the zone, but you guys are watching the game. Kendall's drunk. You got out of a good mass. role. Try. I eat sandwiches. I'm not that drunk. All right. So before we sandwiches, where's bef- that? Uh, oh, sandwich? don't eat that. Yeah, I'm gonna eat that. But <laughs> before we get into mass trivia, since Kyle and Mock don't know the mass very well, I said we give him a handicap. Two points. How many questions you got? Twelve, right? No. How many you got? Thirty. Um, no. Less than that. Six. <laughs> <laughs> One. Uh, it's what's to be my name? Five, six, seven, yeah. Hey, so what's the switch Ten. do back here? Ten. Can you come up with two on the fly? <laughs> Probably. Okay. So I say we give Rita. You're gonna have to be able to keep track of this, okay? I say we give Mock and Kyle a. No, 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 no. Fuck you, because I didn't get a two point advantage for theirs. True. True. Listen, we can fuck blow yourself. this. I can blow it. I have more confidence in you than I. I didn't get a. I didn't get an advantage for either. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, Deal. You're less than a person, Mass. That's, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're a Rams fan. This is true. Ooh. Do you guys want Riddler to get into this to uh, trivia, steak and cheese? Want to do top mass moments? No. Well, we'll no. save the mass we'll moments. We'll do the trivia. Okay. All right. So, um, we're gonna go in the same order each time, just because Paul knows more than almost anybody except for Kendall and Rita. Uh, so that'll give away. We're just not playing, though. But uh, all, right. all right. So, so we're going to go starting with Paul, right? Yeah. Because because Mass got to copy a lot of answers on me and Kyle. Well, all right. So I'll go back <laughs> around that way. I'll go well, back around want, that way for the hard. Do you want me to start? You can start if you want. Because to. you know, I think Riddler's got he knows you better than I do, but I, I could probably hang. Okay. We'll start with right. me. That we'll way, we'll keep the we'll order. Go, we'll go me, Kyle, Mock, Kendall. And then we'll reverse it from there. That way, one of us is always Ser- starting. Serpentine. Yeah. Snake. Can we start going this way? Because the first one's really easy. So with uh, that, with the snake trapping right, a thing, so I'm going to gonna, lose. We're going to go this way for the first one. All right, Riddler, going up first. Who's my favorite Ram of all time? Dun, dun, dun. That's not easy. This is fucking weird. <laughs> Do you really not know this? No. I'm I, really I, disappointed in you for how often I I've talked about I want to say it's Aaron Donald, but I'm going to say it's Kurt Warner. I'm not asking you yet. Oh. It's going to Red Baron first. Oh, man. Long. I, too, was going to say Kurt Warner. I'm going to go with Long. I was going to say Kurt Warner. Okay. Baron and Kyle, you both get a point. 
didn't specify which long. They were talking about Chris. Howie. <laughs> How, Howie Long. Chris was a Ram. I know. Oh, I was going to say, that bad fire. <laughs> Kurt Long. Uh, all right. Oh, Chris Givens. <laughs> all right, starting with Riddler. I own uh, two Cardinals jerseys. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Tell me the players whose jerseys I own. Two-parter. One point apiece. That's Three, tough. Uh, well, I know who one of them. You know. Oh, baseball Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't specify <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> there are baseball questions in this. That would have been great. That would have been great if Mock. Fitzgerald and Warner. Those are the two jerseys I would ever own. That's what I say. I know there should be one <clears throat> baseball oh, Cardinals. Oh, that threw me off there. Mind you, I've been watching the baseball Cardinals since 2000, <laughs> the 2012, 2013, somewhere around that time frame. Oh, so you're like a post Pujols fan. Yes. So do you want to redo your answer for Pujols? I will give you that. Can't think of anybody else. <laughs> All right, moving on. Kyle? Um, I'm still going to go with Pujols, <coughs> and I'm going to go with Wainwright. Carpenter Molina. Okay, so I'm going to go with Molina, but are we counting? Is there a Chris Massey Cardinals jersey? <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you. There is not. There's a t-shirt, but there's not a jersey. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. All right, uh, I'm going to go with Molina. Cologne. <laughs> uh, no, like... Cologne. I don't think anybody... Well, would have I didn't think anybody would have gotten all two. So Molina and oh my god, um, who riveting radio? Who who won the the MVP last? Oh, fuck, am I gonna help? <laughs> Tell me, Kyle. I, I can't think of his name there. The, the freaking uh, oh. Scooter Jeanette guy. <laughs> Scooter Jeanette. No, <laughs> I guess that's what I'm thinking of. Piscotti. No, all right. We're just gonna Piscotti? go. Just gonna go Wainwright. Okay, so the three of you get a point. I have a Yadier Molina jersey. I was gifted a Matt Holiday jersey. Oh, so I was would wrong. have never guessed that. <laughs> Can I have it? <laughs> yeah. All you right. should have gotten an Albert Pujols jersey. I bought a Yachty jersey for the first time. I don't last care year. what you bought; you should have gotten one. <laughs> Kyle, he said, "George, you should gift. buy it for him." All yeah, right. buy it for me, Angels. Uh, <laughs> fine, whatever. Um, we're going Riddler around against. This time, um, what is my favorite Rams play of all time? Hmm. Johnny is Hecker. It? Which one? Fake <laughs> Which one? Pass for a touchdown against the Seahawks. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, I agree with Paul. <laughs> yeah, I know the mass loathes the Seahawks. Loathe them. Uh, so I'm gonna go with that as well. You guys have the right team, the wrong play. Oh, which one? My favorite play that they've run ever was the fake punt where they made it look like it was going to Austin and Stedman Bailey caught oh, it on the other the, side the and return? ran it back up. Return? Yeah. Ah, that was a good one. Damn. That's my favorite play of all time. Damn. It's all the same. <laughs> Souls, come on. Your fantasy year is not in the toilet yet. All right. We're going. It's getting close. <laughs> he goes, Shut up. We're going. We're going this way now. Riddler's last because okay. Riddler knows the answer, so he's getting a point here. So he Fill goes, me up, Paulie. 
Who is my Bad most idea. hated Rams player of all time? Most this has been this has been on the show, so. Oh, so Mark Bolger, of course. Givens. Zach Stacy. It should be Trey Mason. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Trey Mason went Solid. off against the Raiders in a... I'm going with Trey Mason. He okay. should be your favorite. Most Chris Givens. I'm so disappointed in you. Wait, who was it? Who? Rita, mark it zero. Cortland Finnegan. No oh, way! You literally... You took a Chris Givens card from my fucking football card back and burned it in the sink. This also I was not done... talked about. It also should have been... Trey Mason? Listen, yeah. No. Cortland Finnegan is the most hated... Secondary member Listen, ever. Paul used to go into Madden, trade for him in Madden, just to try and get picks with him uh, against me. I know, I know. Good for you. Chris, Chris, is, Chris always broke my quarterback's collarbone. Literally every single game we played. <laughs> every game. Every single game. It never turned injuries off. <laughs> Trey Mason. You know how many games I still would have broke his collarbone. Because of it? A lot of run plays. Still won the games. Trey Mason. Um, no, didn't. All right. This is going to go in this order again. Uh, this is a four-part question. Whoa, okay. What? I own jerseys, football jerseys, for four different teams. Name the four teams. Well, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Rams. welcome to how I felt the first two weeks. That's fair. Rams. Well, shoot, can we all just say Rams? I mean, can we just get that one out of the way? Can <laughs> <laughs> we just get that one out of the way? Patriots. Oh, take away points from Mass. <laughs> oh, man. This is tough. Yeah, definitely. Rams, Patriots, Saints. I'm going to stop real quick. If anybody gets all four, where is the private stuff? You'll give them a kiss. No. I'll finish the private stock. Wow. So one team's pretty obscure. He just fumbled pretty hard. Rams, Patriots, Saints, Seahawks. Ooh. Off my team. Of course. <laughs> Rams. With the Pats. We'll go with the uh, Saints and Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> Rams, Pats, Niners, Seahawks. No, no, too easy. We'll go with the uh, go with the Cardinals. Okay. Rams, Pats, oh, Broncos. Hmm. I don't want to say Cardinals, but I think it's a Fitzgerald jersey. I'm going Cardinals. All right. Rams, Pats, Saints. For sure. For sure. I think those are three, like, definites. Kyle, we didn't get all four. (laughs) I think those are three definites. And there's a part of me that thinks it's another AFC team. Now, Cubs. What, yeah. <laughs> the, for the Cubs, for sure. Uh, what that team is is going to be obscure, and that team is the New York Jets. 
Rita. Paul and Kendall both get three points. Kyle and Mock both get two. So I already gave them a Rams point, so they get two and they get Yes, one. yes. What's the fourth team? The fourth team is, and I inherited this from my dad. I don't know why he had the it. The Jaguars. Oh. No. Oh, uh, dad, never mind. Fuck, I forgot about Brian. Dolphins would have been a good guess. I don't have a Dolphins jersey. I know, but Brian yeah. would have been a good guess. Um, I have a Chris Sims Tampa Bay jersey. Oh, my God. Say <laughs> Tampa Bay? I'm like, who had the Tampa Bay jersey besides Oh, who has a Chris Sims jersey? You should put that to auction. <laughs> Kendall will buy it. Yeah, how much you want for it? I'll give I you $14. <laughs> 15 In Chris's rejuvenated NFL career. He you know, I, I tried to start an Instagram fight with that guy. With what guy? With Chris Sims. <laughs> He's he, such an idiot. I his, hate him so much. Instagram, he just talks shit about Eli. So I wrote, I was like, dude, how long were you in the NFL, you bum? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't answer. <laughs> That's the phrase everybody has against him. All right. Yeah, because he um, sucked. I don't care what order we go in for most of the rest of these questions, because I don't think anybody's going to get them. All right. Well, let's so he, he let off first, so I'll lead off again. Okay. Um, I used to live next to... Two very famous people in St. Louis. Uh, one hint is that one of them was a St. Louis Cardinal. He is in the Hall of Fame. Who did I live, used to live next to in St. Louis? Two-part question. Rita, don't worry about it because nobody's going to get it. What's the, what's the second part? I missed it. Uh, who's the other person? One's a, one's a Cardinal Hall of Famer. And then just somebody else. Okay, okay. I understand. Alrighty. Um, so I think you lived... Riveting. I this, know. This I know. stands. I will finish this private stock and half of the one from next week or the next time we do it if anybody gets either of these. Okay, so I think one guy is going to be a Ram. I'm going to lead off with the Ram first. This person. I'm going to say both of these, actually. I gave you guys <laughs> a kind of a big hint with the Hall of Fame. I was born in 92, by the way. Just to, just to give an idea of the time frame I was out there. All right, hold on real quick. There's a certain Ram I have in mind. I just need his his first name. Hold on. Oh, my God, Kendall. Wait, 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 wait. Trying to think of Hall of Fame Cardinals. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got this. Um, Let Red Baron just continue on in his, in his corner. Let's say Trey Mason. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's still missing, I think. No, he's playing for Saskatchewan's uh, college. Was he in the Hall of Fame team. Like when you live next to him? No. Oh, okay. Oh, man. It changes things up a little bit. I'm trying to think, like, who do, who do I know? I can't even think of, like, a good Cardinals player that'd be hey. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Not that they're bad, just... It's kind of a long time ago. The name will hit you like a sack of bricks when somebody says it. Hmm. I have no idea. Okay. That's moving on. Kyle. Yeah. We got Mark Bolger and we got a. Uh, it's Trey Mason. As a cardinal. Nice. <laughs> I say, I like that wheeze laugh. Come on, Kyle. You're not going to get it right. Did you fall asleep? Out of Hall of no. Out of Hall of Famer. <laughs> you did. No. We got Just Mark Bolger and we got Tory Holt. Joe Tory and Nelly. 
Okay. Kendall. All right, the guy I was looking for for the Rams was Madison Hedgecock. <laughs> God, which one of those players is a Hall of Fame for the Cardinals? You <laughs> I don't care at this point. Madison Hedgecock and Mark McGuire. Nobody got a point, Rita, so don't worry about it. I used to live next door to Ozzie Smith. <laughs> Souls. During trivia, Kyle was going to say a oh, lot that, of right I was, answers. I was going to say that. I used but to then live I next said two Rams. <laughs> I used to live next to Ozzie Smith and, and Keanu Nelly. Reeves. <laughs> and for a short six months period, Bob Costas lived down the street. Oh, who gives a shit about him? But Ozzie Gaines cool. Yeah, real quick. Ozzie anybody Smith, else catch Ozzie anybody Gaines. else catch Chris Collins were sliding in from the opposite side last night? Yeah, he he's a he smart guy. From, yeah, did you guys see the video? I think it was Barstool that posted of the people yeah. freaking out in the uh, bar. That's awesome. Yeah. Tell you what, if I ever met Chris Collinsworth, I'd suck his dick. I need thirteen points to win. order. Now here's the guy that knows about dick sucking. Yeah. All right. Uh, Next question. Next question. Uh, I've been to three NFL stadiums. What the sandwich was average. Three NFL stadiums. Paul. What's the name of stadiums? Can name the teams. You can name the teams. I don't care. All right. St. Louis Cardinals, or sorry, Rams. I corrected myself before I said another one. St. Louis Rams Stadium. I don't remember the name of it. Edward Gillette Jones. Stadium. They don't really have one. <laughs> well, like when the Rams were I playing know. in St. Louis, though. When they were in St. Louis, that stadium. Edward Jones. Gillette Stadium and Soldier Field. You think I went to a Chicago Bears game without you? I No, I just remember you saying that you, never mind. All right, MetLife. <laughs> Nobody else guessed, so fuck y'all. Okay, it's me. Yeah. Okay. Oh wait, wait. Nobody else guessed. Can I finish? Can I change it? What is the What are the three you just said? All right. I'm doing St. Louis Rams, New England Patriots, Baltimore Ravens. Okay. St. Louis Rams, Patriots, and FedEx, where the Redskins play. I'm agreeing with Paul. I'm agreeing with Kendall. Okay. God, I'm just really splitting hairs here. I'm going to give... Everybody two points. I'm going to give... Paul, I'm going to give Paul three points. And Mock. And Mock. And you know what? I almost want to... I'm going to give Paul four points because he said it and changed it. I've actually been to four because I forgot that I technically went to the Ravens Stadium. See, I knew he went to the Ravens Stadium, but I was like, I didn't go for I didn't go for a game. No, but you went there. I forget what you went there for. I went there for training or for training camp while we were down there. You know, funny when Paul said the Ravens thing, I remember Chris did that, but I thought Paul was wrong, and he went to the the Redskins. I remember, I remember you did. No, he's got a Ravens hat because he's been to the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Souls, think hit, for yourself, you rat your wagon uh, to the wrong uh, cart. Kendall and... No, Paul... Paul gets no, uh, four. Mark three. Mark three. Um, the <laughs> three. The four stadiums that I've been to were all what Paul said. I've been to MetLife, I've been to Rams, I've been to Gillette, and I've been to the Ravens. Well, see, here's... I said I agree with Paul. No. Would you agree so... with me if I said MetLife? <laughs> this guy's yeah. fishing for points. <laughs> all right. Um... We're going to go this way. <laughs> that moment when you outsurvey someone. Answer. Going this way. With Starting with Kyle? Yes. All right. Sewells. Ashley, my, my fiance, roots for what team? Shut up. What sport? Football. All right. Oh, all right. 
You know what? We'll go baseball too, just to give these guys a couple extra points if they can figure it out. Okay. Well, the Yankees. You ever want to throw chapstick at Rebecca really hard? Yankees and the Giants. Patriots. Yankees. Give Mock uh, zero no, points. No, no, no. <laughs> I still got us to go. She said the Patriots, yeah, or more. he said the Patriots. Yankees, Seahawks. Yankees, Seattle. Paul. She likes the Seattle Seahawks just because they wear lime green. That That's is it. literally hilarious. I tell you, people who like lime green are dumb and shouldn't be allowed to teach students. No. I tell you, I went Patriots just because he has Patriots things. No, <laughs> so. That's so, why he said the Seattle Mass Seahawks. Mass went really Rams, Patriots for five seconds, Saints for five seconds, back to the Rams. No. I never started as the Rams. Started as the Pats, then to the Saints. Then nah, the you were a Rams fan. Uh, you were a Rams fan when we first did fantasy. I used to and then you renounced the Rams when they moved. I used no, no, no. no. I renounced them. <laughs> for five I used to give Mass so much shit because when we started watching football freshman year, I was like, "You like football?" He goes, "Oh, I'm kind of getting into it." And I was like, "Oh, who's your favorite team?" He goes, "The Saints." I'm like, "Aren't you from St. Louis?" He goes, "Yeah." I'm like, "You should be a fucking Rams fan, then you asshole." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I like the Saints." I'm like, "You should be a Rams fan," and then he became did. a Rams fan. Peer pressure works, kids. <laughs> yeah. Here, smoke this crack. <laughs> Actually, I've been to a number of Rams games in my life. I've watched them <laughs> win one time. What was the final score of that game? <laughs> wow. So, Matt did a good job of trying to answer, ask questions that nobody would know the answers to. I yeah. tried to be fair. I can tell you his favorite game. It's the one where he passed out on the flight to St. Louis and had to be carted off the tarmac. We played against the Tennessee Titans. stretcher, and they lost. Yeah. So, so we, do we All get right. to know the, like, Anything? Yeah, who'd you if play? You, if you guys... Huh? Who'd you play? I'll tell you guys who we played. You guys can't Google the game, though. That's, That's fine. We played the New York Jets. We played them... Um, At home. Two years ago in MetLife Stadium. Oh, oh, two years ago. So it was 38 to 10. 24-17. Oh. 27-13. 13-10. I just want it to be known. This was during the Jeff Fisher era. Oh, so two to zero. It was a nine to six victory. I was closest. <laughs> I knew. Gross. I remember it was Jeff Fisher, and I was like, they didn't score a lot of points. <laughs> it was so a nine to points. six victory with a field nobody goal one at the end of regulation. Nobody gets any points. Hey. All right. I don't have photo evidence of this because Ooh. they were confiscated. Oh, nice. Score update. Kamara scored. Saints up twelve seven. How much time left? So I 12 12 left. So what's the score? Right now it's 12 7. Let's go, Carolina. Uh, Damn it, Kyle. I just lost. Good. You know what, though? Not not to gloat, but Kyle was so arrogant all season. You know why he didn't win? Because you didn't make the playoffs. He didn't have the sure win. Yeah. He was so arrogant all year. Oh, I'm going to win this league. I never said that. Yes, you did, you lying bitch. I, I was saying, did you say hey. that? Do you have one more question? I you a, said it at I the draft. All right, let's do it. <laughs> All right, two more questions. This one I don't have photo proof of. We are not allowed to take pictures. I've met one goat. Heidi Klum. I've met one goat in my life. Not an actual goat. Greatest of all time. If I've he met, says it's Tom Brady, I'm throwing something at him. I've met Let one, it be known. I've met one greatest of all <laughs> time in my life. Let it be known. He's already seemed like kind of a dick, but whatever. Who did I meet? I'd like to argue that you met two goats. But... Now, now, real quick. Hold on, who did I Breeze meet? Breeze just threw an interception on the two-point conversion. That's just a tackle. Yeah, but it was returned for a, t- a score. Was it really? <laughs> yes. 
So it's now 12-9. Thank God. That's awesome. Now, does that go as a pick? Actually, no, I think it does go as a pick now because it's a scorable thing. It used to be just a tackle. That's so Kyle, awesome. that was like, right. super hurtful. So I, I think I have a guess. Okay. It is Dan Marino. Michael Jordan. Kyle? Dan Marino's the greatest of all time. <laughs> it could be considered a goat. He said a goat. He didn't say the goat. All right. Kyle? And Matt definitely seems like a guy who met Dan Marino. I feel like he saw him like in an airport. All right, so it is Michael Jordan because it was at UCF where Michael Jordan's son was playing or something along those lines. But I'd like to make a bonus point argument that he also met Dicka, who is considered a GOAT coach. That is true. I did meet Dicka. Mass, you're falling down on your own job. (laughs) I've answered more questions about Mass right than Mass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I did go to the Ravens stadium. Paul and Mock both get a point. Uh, yes, I met Jordan. His son was playing at UCF. My uh, get thirty points. I pretty much narrated the, that whole scene of his life. Yeah, uh, my cousin was uh, one of the uh, assistant directors over at um, the basketball team, and she's like, "Hey, you want to meet somebody?" I was like, "Sure, fuck it." Like, this is Michael Jordan. Like, hey, can I lick your head? <laughs> I took shots with Jordan and Pippen. It was awesome. You know who we did shots of? What? Bourbon County. Bunny. I was going to guess Hennessy. <laughs> nah, we drank top shelf shit. All right. But bottom shelf at the same time. Yeah. Last question. I played a sport Seven in high inches. school. <laughs> I played sport in high school. What did I play? I feel like this is a trick. <laughs> I feel like Mock. this is a trick. Mock. You played. I want to go last. You are going last. Good. Soccer. Kyle. Crew. Kendall. You know, I feel like I knew back in the day, but things have changed. You know, Mass, you were a swimmer, weren't you? <laughs> Paul, what you lacrosse. About, what do you got about swimmers? Damn. I played lacrosse for two years in high school. Knew it was going to be something odd. Something stupid. Kyle's so mad. You know, Kyle, I have a beef with this. I'm more mad about fucking... You know... Fantasy? Yeah. We know that's why you're so mad. So who's the winner? Is it Paul? It's Paul. Paul cleaned up. Did I come in second? No. No. How? That's that's favoritism. Just because you're doing things. Yeah, but who's got the prettier penis? Rebecca? You know, Souls craps on everybody all year during fantasy. Oh, so you've seen Mark's penis. He has said multiple times, I am winning Hold on, hold your horses. I just asked Rebecca who had the prettier penis, you or Kendall, and she pointed straight to Kendall, which means that she's seen your penis. (laughs) So either there's some weird cousin photo sharing, <laughs> or you've got some splaining to do. I mean, she's seen mine, but well, yeah, Kendall knows that. Shock. We were into cuckolding for a brief moment. We have a shared photo album, all of us. <laughs> right. It's all pictures phone. of Kyle. <laughs> I accidentally <laughs> we upload girls sometimes. Have you seen his penis? Yeah, we've all seen each other's penises. Okay. I've seen your penis. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, actually, we for... should talk about this off air. <laughs> Right. I actually one time had to tuck Kendall's flaccid penis into shorts because he was so drunk right. that he got naked and passed out. For J. Mark's son's baby shower, we all showed oh, each other our thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's out in the open. Everyone needs to know. No, we Kendall's, was, Kendall's was from a bar crawl. I got a phone call mid-intercourse that I needed to come help get him off the floor. They should have left me alone. I would have been happier that way. He got a penis <laughs> drawn on him that night. Right. I woke up with artwork. I'm curious, I'm curious I'm just pissed. to hear at this point. Five minutes, no more, no less. Runner-ups and top mass moments of all time. 
Kyle, we'll do a quick. We'll do a quick. Right, so a run-up uh, mass moment for me is uh, hanging in Riddler's in Master's Room in college. Uh, we were watching some Monday game, football. Monday Night Football. And Mass... No, it was a Sunday night pay-per-view. Sunday uh, f- for wrestling. And uh, Mass empties the fridge all right, of yeah. all of his stuff. It could have been... I don't even know the dates of how old some of the, the meats were. It was not but, old. But empties all the meats... It just makes this concoction, <laughs> piling on lunch meat, chicken breasts, and all that. It makes this... This sandwich made an Arby sandwich look terribly Raw chicken? small. Well, the chicken was... He cooked the chicken, and he brings that... He's got, like, this panini-type press. Brings it down. Cheese sauces... On the living room table. Just ooze out. It was like... He's lunch. got his feet up. He's got, the, he's got the grill in between his feet. <laughs> his feet are up on the table, and he's grilling a sandwich. It was like watching a volcanic eruption, <laughs> like a news coverage, as it spills over the landscape. Uh, but that's a runner-up. And uh, uh, my runner-up moment is when we all got fucking hammered off High Life and Jack Honey in the living room. Oh God! And then mastered it up w- with alcohol poisoning. Uh, mastering so much, we got a handle of Jack Honey, wow. and between the three of us, we killed it in a night. Oof. We killed it in an hour. And then, and then our our roommate, random roommate at the time, Ramel, brought this weed in, and it was something like you can see blue or some shit like that. Blue HD. It was blue cold. HD. And Kendall's sitting there, so I, we all smoked it. I'm sitting there just like, I'm fucked the fuck up. Kendall's sitting there like, I see blue in the <laughs> sky. And, and Mass has got his whole body wrapped around the toilet, vomiting profusely. And then the and then the Red Baron, myself, and our roommate, Vinny, had to take shifts watching him because he was throwing up for hours. So can I tell my favorite part of this story? Mm. It was the first time I ever got that drunk in my life. Vinny came out before Ramel came home and offered up a cigar. That was the first time I had ever smoked in my life. <laughs> Any sort of tobacco. Any sort of tobacco. Bunch of firsts for mass yes. this night. We got it all out of the, the way. Best, the best part about this was Kendall all year had been convinced that I owed him dominoes. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> mass so, used to be the... the ma- so the mass was my Kyle Souls before I knew Kyle yes. Souls. So what happened was Kendall all night long was, Mass, you got to buy dominoes. Mass, you got to buy dominoes. So I went to Kendall and I said, listen... I'm going to go throw up real quick. <laughs> then we're going to order Domino's. So I went and threw it up. Came back. We ordered Domino's. Mass used to order Domino's at like a 50 clip a week. Yeah. There were times. Where, there was one time Mass and Kendall went and got a bang bang at Burger King and Taco Bell. And I came home to leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> we bought so much food. We ordered <laughs> so much. Uh, the best part was, though. So we ordered the food. I turned to Kendall after about 10 minutes. I said, listen, I got to go throw up again. Here's the money. Come get me when the food is done. And that was the end of the night. I remember nothing. Kind of like I ate a lot of Domino's that night. Because that was when the macaroni and cheese bread bowl was still a thing. Yeah. I got two of them. I, got I was so them. drunk the I didn't even know. Morning, I paid. The next morning, I shit liquid. <laughs> Actually, it might have just been a gas. You know, All right, what's, Kendall. Your, what's your top top mass moment? So my top mass moment is actually a collection of moments. And this is because... We would get so drunk, and Mass would be like, hey, you guys want a fast food? Yeah. <laughs> and he would Mass just would drive have, us. Like, three beers, and Ken and I would have 30. <laughs> so Mass would drive us to Taco and, Bell. And one time in the, the big MV, the, remember the potato? Oh, my God. Are you going to talk about Oh, my God, dude. We were packed in a snowstorm, oh, and Mass just decided to floor it out of the parallel parking <laughs> job into a telephone pole. Just backed up into a telephone pole. It was like, nah, your van's good. And then went to Taco Bell. And then bought us $40 worth of Taco Bell. The Mass was the college MVP. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. So my top Mass moment is not a Kendall. Kendall was not there for this moment. But the top Mass moment. Mass and I became friends pretty quick. It was like the second night of freshman year. 
I was downstairs talking to the RA. I miss Pickle. Trying to fuck her. And Mass was also down there. Maybe trying to fuck her. I don't know. But anyway. You. Yeah, me. But we became friends. A brief moment after that. I'm Mass so happy I, this is your top moment. Mass and I had plans. I'm so happy. To go to the dining hall. Mass's mom was coming up. And grandmother. And grandmother. For a brief moment. Just to drop some stuff off. So, Mass, I tell Mass, all right, I'm going to go in my room. I plan to jerk it off. I was like, come knock on my door when you're ready to go. <laughs> so I locked the door. So Mass comes, knocks on the door. I just scream at the top of my lungs as loud as I can. Who the fuck is it? As Literally l- as loud as, as you As loud as I possibly could. Who the fuck is it? Open up the door, 97-year-old grandmother and mom, no Chris Massey. No, 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 no. Chris Massey was there. Oh, he was behind them. Yeah. Had a partial heart on because I had just finished <laughs> masturbating. And I was like, how you doing? Hey. Close the door. (laughs) And that was probably the best moment of my entire college career because, honestly, how many moments in your life do you get where you have an authentic erection when talking to a 97-year-old woman? I don't know if she was 97. She was not. Close enough. She was old. There are a couple highlight moments that I'm sad that you guys missed. You mean you gave us two options? I know. The uh, the night that you and Kendall pissed on the ATM and John accused the McDonald's drive-thru of having an abacus was a fun night. Yeah. Kendall and I pissed on an ATM outside of a mall because it wouldn't give me money. See, I wish we did this favorite moment thing with Kendall. Oh, there's there's too many. There's there's a lot of too many. I like to think I'm a highlight reel. Kendall, anytime he's pissed, my favorite Kendall moment by far has got to be the time that he pissed. In Jeff's bed, with Jeff in the bed, I actually just woke up in the morning, took Jeff's sheets out from underneath Jeff, brought him to his house, washed them, and then came back with a written agreement about how anytime he's drunk, he has to sleep on the floor because he can't control his urine. Actually, you're forgetting one aspect. Duchess. Oh, he brought Duchess back. I brought Duchess back. He brought <laughs> soft. He brought soft roll hard or soft roll sausage egg and cheese sandwiches. Back from Duchess. That's by far my favorite Kendall moment. That's a good one. I like uh, the hand dryer's a classic. And actually, you want to know something funny? That was the same night that I got completely... I was wearing a coat, a hoodie, a t-shirt, jeans with basketball shorts underneath them, and Timberland boots in the back of Jeff's Civic. And got completely naked in the back without anyone knowing. How? And wasn't that in Vito's car? No. No, it was no Jeff, that was when I threw car. up in Vito's car. <laughs> Why did you get completely naked? Because I was Why drunk not? and it sounded like a good... Uh, I was drunk, Kendall was arguing with Rebecca, and Jeff was trying to see if he could hit 145 in a Civic. See, I, I did he like, hit 145? Uh, the hand dryer story. I don't story. know, she was getting naked. The hand dryer's classic. <laughs> What's the hand dryer story? Uh, Kendall. <laughs> so, this was, I mean, even before I knew Paul, but me, Kyle, Kendall, our friend Shane, Pat, and Jeff, we went to Ham and Asset for a night. We were all, I don't know, 18, 19 years old. Get ripped drunk. And uh, at one point, Kendall and Shane are in the bathroom at the campground. Bad combo. <laughs> and uh, Shane comes out going, it's never going to happen, dude. Forget it. Next thing you know, you hear three loud bangs. And then Kendall comes out running like an old cartoon character. <laughs> kind of like bow-legged, going, I got it, I got it. <laughs> Sits down. Rip the hand dryer off the wall of the bathroom. All right. Keep so. in mind, Shane is the type of person that's like, you're not drunk. You can drink another drink. Yeah. And Kendall's the type of person that's like, I could drink another drink. Yeah. So, so together, <laughs> bad so, stuff. So Kendall sits down with this thing. He's like, all right, now what? She's <laughs> basement right now. Right, Let's yeah. throw it in the ocean. <laughs> One of my favorite nights with these two comes from college. This was from our junior year. 
we ended up going down to Blarney's that night. Um, before we left the apartment that night, Vinny, one of our roommates, decided that it would be a good idea to grab the fire extinguisher off the wall. Oh, and yeah. Fuck this night. And spray, <laughs> this and spray Riddler in the face with Dude, it. Dude, fire extinguisher straight to the open eyes. <laughs> I was down for the count. Like it you hurt would, so bad. <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. So doesn't we look got, that bad when they do it in WWE. Yeah, let me tell you something. That's not, not that. Yeah. <laughs> so not that the shaving cream that they use, the Gillette shaving cream. Yeah. So same. We go down to the bar. I come back a little early. Paul walks back in. And he has a fucking handicap sign that he's just carrying under his jacket that's just sticking out. It's like, where did you get that? He's like, I ripped it off the wall at the health center. That's I took the only handicap sign from the health service <laughs> yeah. center. Okay. It's actually, that was the handicap sign hanging up at Maple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the same sign. Um. So after that, our roommate Vinny comes back and he's carrying a fucking side mirror from a car. Yeah, Vinny drop kicked the side mirror off a car and, and just it took back. it home. We then threw it out of the seven-story window. Yes. We hit an RA with We it. did a lot. <laughs> you did what? Yeah, we hit an RA with it. <laughs> Is that the night you guys ran down to... That was No, that was the night we watched Bad Grandpa. That was one of the random nights where it was just me and Vinny for the weekend. <laughs> threw 16 pumpkins and 17 my favorite bottles thing, of wine out of the window. My favorite thing about Kendall is every time he got drunk, which was every night... He <laughs> 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 what, what an awesome sentence. <laughs> He tried to make us watch before the storm. Oh yeah, every single night. Classic rap video. Right. I think we only right. watched it like four. That's times. enough reminiscing. The Riddler is the winner of Mass Trivia Challenge. Shouldn't have been a shocker, but taking the taking the. Sometimes you gotta win the games you're supposed to win. Bonus points that don't count for anything. What's the hey. Masses Family Guy favorite episode? Oh, uh, the um, uh, then there were fewer. There you go. <laughs> yeah, the one where they're in the house and like they're trying to figure out who murdered. Yeah, yeah. That's the one Mass favorite. used to watch. I used to. Dude, you remember? You ever heard the movie Clue with Tim Curry? Yeah, he would watch that like four times in a row. Four times. <laughs> I just had it on the background. There was this, how how often there was like a m- months and every time Kendall came into my room, yeah, it, it was, was on. on. Yeah, it, it was, was on. just on. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Souls, how was your beer? Citrus. All right, what'd you have? Give us some more than that. No, Souls, don't be such a crapper. I, I lose fantasy all the time, and it's actually a lot better than I thought. Yeah. Good yeah. For you, good beer. That's not usually your style of beer. And the Harpoon I had last week was pretty good in my backup. But the Trailblazers are probably top three beers I've ever had. Wow. Oh, behind my praise. And Bush. Bush. <laughs> wait, wait, Bush, wait, 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 wait. Bush right in the top three. Well, what about Milwaukee's best? Shut up, Kendall. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so the Harpoon beer has now lost the top three. <laughs> so I had, uh, starting out tonight, I had the Electric Blue from Single Cut, it was, which was very good. Very solid IPA. And uh, then I moved on to the 18-watt. Session IPA from Single Cut, which I don't think is as good as the Electric Blue, but it is still a very solid IPA. Check them out. Nice. Uh, started off with Heineken. Uh, did all right. Hey, did uh, you off Coors? No. Did I? <laughs> oh, you got a Coors. Uh, I heard him mention Coors, but I see a lot of bottles and things over there. So I, I did start off with a Coors. Didn't do so very well. Uh, gave up three runs in the first. Got benched for Heineken. Came in for release. Heineken a Pony. Yeah, Heineken Pony. Did all gave right. Gave up 19 runs in the second. <laughs> Heineken Pony Natty did okay. Ice coming in in the third. Gave up 45 hits, six <laughs> runs. And then the Holladale from two roads. 45 hits? Oh, my God. Mass lost 37 to 38. <laughs> Kennel? For me. 
You only had one beer on the whole show? No, no. Oh. The Java Cask from Victory, which uh, from the Riddler collection and as featured in PBRN, the window for three weeks. <laughs> um, actually wasn't as affected as I thought. It was very good. Uh, 14.3%. Uh it's a pint pint <laughs> bottle. Uh, this is very good. I, I enjoyed this immensely. Uh, this is probably a beer that uh, know better than I comes out once a year, if that. Java cask. I don't think they make it anymore. They don't make it anymore. But it was very tasty. You know, Riddler is too good to me. I I drank so much of his beer that is like limited edition. I buy it for us. Well, I appreciate that. And I have to tell you something. We we blew the save. I I do. For, I had to close the game. The, the th- not good this year. It's not the, good the, the this year. The Thimble Island Vanilla Coffee Stout. It was not good this year in the bottle. There was a year. There was a year that you and I went out two years ago. It was fucking bomb on the bottle and draft and draft and it was. It's excellent. been just as good on draft, but bottle this year not good. Not good. It not blew good. the save. It didn't have any vanilla to it. We were up three. It just runs. tasted like a very very thin coffee porter. It was very bad. Yeah, was not a fan. Sorry, Thimble Island. Now you're friends, but I don't know what the bottle. Fuck you, was. Thimble Island. Step your game up, but uh, you know you can't win them all. So I let off with the Forged Oak 15-year-old bourbon. I had two glasses of that. That was just absolutely phenomenal. That was a Madison Bumgarner type of uh, outing. It gave me seven innings, 104 pitches, three hits, no earned runs, and hit a home run at the plate. Wow. But then the Natty Ice came in. It didn't do so hot. But then we saw the save opportunity and the Stormtrooper, as always. Mariano Rivera in it. We won six to five. Very cool. That's right. Um, so a little bit of news. Um, we're gonna try to figure some stuff out. Um, where did? Oh my god, come on! He's giving me the hiccups. Yeah, I'm debating if Kyle should get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in a bit of a rough spot. So with the way that the recording works now that we're on Mondays, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve are both on Mondays. Yeah, uh, that is a time Fuck at least for getting sports with drunk family members and friends. That is a time for family and friends. We will not be recording on those nights, respectively, because it's a time for family and friends. With that being said, um, we plan to have some sort of content being uh, pushed we, your way. Hopefully we can get it done. We're going to try to figure some stuff out. Um, if not, um, we, we definitely we have some past stuff that we've recorded that we can play for you guys. Brewery reviews, all kinds of stuff. We're going to get something aired during this time. Uh we don't, we don't want you guys missing out on content, new and old viewers. Um, but like we said, it's a time for family and friends. We hope you guys have an absolutely wonderful yes, holiday season. Yes, enjoy it. Um, Show us what you're drinking. But because we will be absent for three weeks live, it's so important. Why three? Well, it's a week from now to Christmas Eve, then a week from Christmas Eve to New Year's Eve. Oh, okay. It'll okay. be three full weeks. Back Two three shows, weeks. three I weeks. You. I think Kyle's about to die. But the thing is, is that's why it's so important that you absolutely know where you can find us on social media. Machine Washable, where can they find us? Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's failing at a member's trivia questions or getting ready to hiccup vomit on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Where you find podcasts and internet radio shows, you find us. We are there. Um, I believe Peter, this uh, Tuesday and Thursday this week is his last shows of the year also. Check him out here on PPRN, 7.30 to 10.30. I believe tomorrow night, me and Kendall are going to be down there with Pete. Um, but enjoy the holiday season. Hey, we'll real be quick, back in the new real year. Real quick. I know we got to go. I just want to check. Can we do the... the, the the social media plugs in uh, repeat again. Hold on. I just want to see some of if this is funny or not. 
Hold on. All right. All right. So apparently and we're doing a bit. Go. Be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sport the Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's failing at mass trivia or hiccup vomiting on the show. Find us and follow us on Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Podbean. Where you find internet radio shows and podcasts, you find GSWD. That's it. <laughs> Shout out to NWA straight out of Compton. <laughs> you know what? I actually didn't mind that. Yeah, that was good. That was kind of cool. We should make that a thing now. Uh, we'll keep that in mind moving forward. Right? New Year's resolution. <laughs> but yeah, so we were gonna some sort of content. We're gonna be posting all over social media for the next two to three weeks. Um, we're gonna do a post a day. Uh, Machine Washable and myself, two, the the two people in charge of social media, we will be doing the best we can to post something interesting and intriguing every day. Uh, we're still going to keep up with the Twitter poll every week. Yep. When we come back, we will touch on all the Twitter polls. We're going to do some type of uh, giveaway over the two-week break. We got yeah. shirts to give out. We got shirts, stickers. We got stuff happening. Nice. We, got we got all Christmas kinds of We got all kinds of stuff. We're going to yep, we're going to take or do our Christmas card. We got all kinds of stuff coming your way. Um, and like I said, we will have some sort of content for yeah. the listeners. So please, Maybe some Facebook live. Do stuff. not tune away. Make sure to always stay tuned to PPRN Radio Network. Download all the, the time. App. Download the app. Even even during the break, if there's hiatuses of shows, there's still great music being played. You'll hear our stuff, regardless of what it is. Great content all the time. But until next year, and we hope that you have the merriest of Christmases and the happiest of New Year's, I am your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. Nope. Man, I'm running names. The Mass Chris Massey. And I'm the Red Baron.